0: Yo, 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 yo. What's good? It's your homie Big T and you're listening to the only podcast that brings you the latest in music, music, fashion from the 419 and the only podcast that keeps our ears to the streets while you grind in the 419 is Mud Talk. So glad that we are here. It is the season finale of Mud Talk. We've done 11 episodes so far and um, we've had a lot of changes, but by the grace of god we are still here and yes, i indeed. appreciate everybody who has been supporting over the last few months since we started back in january but i have a very special uh co-host with me today miss amy is in the building Hi. shout out to miss amy miss amy is our intimacy and relationship coach here on mud talk and we haven't had you on the show in quite some time but we are so glad to have you back glad to be back how does it feel Feels good.
1: I don't know. Ooh, like episode four?
0: So you're on 11 now? Yeah, I know. It feels like it was a long time ago. Really. It does feel like a
1: long time ago. <laughs> it wasn't.
0: All right. So we also have a very special guest in the building. We have Toledo's Um, I like to call him Mr. R&B. We have Shan <laughs> in the <laughs> building. What's good, y'all? We're going to be chowdering yeah. up with him real soon. He also came by to drop one of his videos that we're going to be showing um, later on in the show. But, of course, I have to make sure that you stay plugged in with the news. And here, this is what we call plug in. Um. So first things first, it's kind of what everybody has been talking about uh, lately, what's going on. Um, The comic Concert in Promenade Park was canceled. Um, He was scheduled to perform actually today, but he had to cancel due to travel delays. Um, It says, Prometica said ticket holders can receive full refunds with their purchase tickets. Online tickets purchased through Ticketmaster will automatically be refunded. Uh, Tickets purchased through the Huntington Center box office can be refunded at the box office during normal business hours, which is Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, and if you purchase any tickets to third parties, you would need to contact the third party in order to get your money back. But one of the scheduled openers, Thaddeus Washington, will be playing in a secondary concert at 7 p.m. at Whitman High School in West Toledo. According to a representative from the Washington Local School District, all proceeds from the secondary show will go to the Washington Local Schools Foundation. The original show was scheduled for 5 p.m. in Promenade Park in downtown Toledo, but is now being moved to um Washington Local, over at Whitmer. In um, the press release, Prometica and Commons Tour Management Team apologize for any inconvenience. The cancellation may have caused for those who are planning to attend. Prometica Live is continuing to host concerts as part of this summer series, and you can go online in order to see the full list of lineups. So very unfortunate situations. I know a lot of people were looking forward to the Common Concert, yeah. um, and not even just to see Common perform, but a lot of local student artists, who people support were planning on performing, and unfortunately, that did not happen. But I know some things are in the works, because I've been seeing a lot of movement on social media and Facebook and everything. So hopefully, all those things get situated.
1: I'm glad they're getting to
0: have another concert at least. Yeah, I know. For a good cause. Yes, I was saying it's going towards a good cause soon. And speaking of concerts, um, Little Wayne was actually denied entry into the UK for a festival performance. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rapper Little Wayne would no longer perform at a British music festival this weekend after he was declined entry into the UK. The five-time Grammy Award winner, who was sentenced to one year in jail in 2010, uh, was scheduled to, take stage, uh, scheduled to take the stage at the Strawberries and Cream Festival on Saturday. Due to extreme circumstances beyond our control or influence, we're very sorry to inform you that Lil Wayne is now unable to perform at the festival on Saturday, Saturday June 18th. Um, organizer said in a statement on Wednesday, um, Lil Wayne's performance would have been his first in the UK in 14 years. Um, Ludacris would now perform instead. So why is it nine injury? It's little Wayne, so who knows? I don't know.
1: And what's yes. the strawberries
0: and cream festival. That's a very interesting question. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Is it so, like peaches and cream? Some British. So very unfortunate bread. situation. But you know, Little Chris is just as dope. But we are all curious as to why um, little Wayne was denied entry, but they did not go into um any detail about that. Hmm. So sound like some shady business to me. Okay. And last but not least in uh music news, Drake released his new album, Honestly Nevermind. Um, that's the album title speaks for itself on how I feel about it, but that's neither here nor there. I know, man. Listen, I am I'm gonna just be quiet. We're gonna say that. <laughs> We're gonna get to that. Um so Drake has released a follow up to last year's certified lover boys called Honestly Nevermind. The new LP includes 14 songs and was executive produced by Drake. Um, It includes 21 Savage, which he is the only uh, feature artist on the album with this song, Jimmy Cooks. Um, Honestly, Nevermind features extensive production for Black Coffee, Gordo, Alice Luke State, and a whole bunch of other um, producers. The rapper announced his new LP on Instagram yesterday evening. The post simply included an image of the album art with the Caption 7 studio album, Honestly, Nevermind, out at midnight. He followed that up with the track list, and he was able to drop his new album Friday morning. Uh, which it was able to come out with mixed reviews. So very interesting Drake album. I had a chance to listen to it. Um not exactly my cup of tea, but you know, it's different music for different folks. So you know. Did you get a chance to listen to it?
1: I listened to as much as I
0: could take. Okay. Not much. How many songs were you in? One <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was into I, I got into like about five songs and I couldn't tell that it was five different songs because they all sounded yeah. the same. Right. I felt like I was in like inside of Route 21 or, or
1: like
0: H right. L. Yeah. Like and you know what? And I, I can't like even Drake. shop at those stores
2: because so they don't have my socks.
1: <laughs> I like Drake. I was disappointed. Yeah, I don't know. Um, All right. Oh, do do the music
2: guy get to comment on the music? Well, yeah, I awesome. right. Here. Um, so that's the that's a Canadian song. We be forgetting that Drake is really Canadian. Yes. And so like, um, well, I, he's a dual citizen, but that's the <laughs> Canadian song. Like, it's just I listen to music much differently because I do music, but he just, it was too many songs in before he started to rap. Right. Yeah.
0: That's
2: yes. what—that's the only thing, like you still, uh, just like you're a dual citizen, you're a dual kind of artist, you rap Absolutely. and sing. You know what I'm saying? I, I look forward to that as a person who raps and sings. Absolutely. So, do you, you think
1: know, people in Canada like
2: it? Most? I think that he's, Drake is the number one artist in the world for a reason. He's looking. I think he put that out to look to travel with it better, cause it is it's gonna travel well in them stadiums. He's gonna be selling now. That stadium music. That's why the the, the music sounds so big. Absolutely. It sounds boring in our cars. We can't clean up to it. But, <laughs> but when you see when when I, when it's going over a system that's big enough for a hundred thousand people to hear, it's gonna feel like. It's gonna give you an out of body experience. I think that's what he was trying to do with this album because them eight oh eights and all of that. That's more big because
0: it definitely wasn't Drake. It was more like Aubrey. That's what. I'm yeah, saying. right. Because this was right. Aubrey. This was exactly. Not Drake. We can even call him Wheelchair Jimmy at this point. Like, yeah. It was, just, it, it was. It was not the Drake sound. Um, there were a couple of songs in there that I that I felt like it was summer vibes. Um, of course, he saved the rap part for the last album that was on the track of 21 Savage, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a good move, but, you know, Drake is always planning something, a mastermind, so I think there was was a method behind this. So, and last but not least, it's a very special weekend. It is Juneteenth weekend, and to get people caught up on exactly what Juneteenth is, Juneteenth, official name of the federal holiday, Juneteenth National Independence Day, also known as Emancipation Day, Freedom Day, uh, Black Independence Day a holiday commemorating the end of slavery in the united states it is observed annually on june 19th and june 19th this year is not only on the 19th but it's also father's day this weekend too so we get a, a, a two for one special so shout out to everybody celebrating juneteenth this weekend there are a lot of juneteenth events that are happening this weekend um we have the Fame fashion show and business expo which is sunday june 19th at 5 p.m at premier hall um csrn the community Solidarity response network of toledo is having their juneteenth community health and wellness Fair saturday june 18th um at the mount branch library from 12 to 4 p.m and then also there will be a parade that will be taking place downtown. Community United presents Juneteenth Freedom Parade, 1 30 p.m. at um at Summer Street is where the parade will start. So there are a lot of Juneteenth That's events going on. So please make sure you get out, celebrate our Independence Day, and also celebrate those amazing fathers. I don't want to see no bitter baby mamas on Facebook talking about our mama and daddy. Happy Father's Day to me. No, you're not. Okay. You had your day. We didn't come on your day doing that. So please let man. the fathers have it.
2: Man, you relax. I'll be jumping on those statuses,
0: too. I I typically do, too. But this year, I was just like, you know what? COVID. (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to practice social distancing and not do (laughs) it. All right. Well, since we have him on the mic, we have Mr. Shan Dick in the building. What's good, Shan? What's going on? Not much, not much. Good to have you on the show. It's the season finale of Mud Talk. So before we even get into anything, tell us about you for the people who may not know who you are.
2: So, um, my name is Shane Dick. I'm an artist. I don't like to put myself in a genre. Um, but I am from Toledo, Ohio. I started mm. singing at church since I was like five. First time I actually sang a, sang a song with somebody. I still do music with them to this day, 30 years later. <laughs> um, so, um, I'm a father. I love fam- I love family. I just love family. I try to be fair to everybody who I love and who love me. Um, try to operate in integrity. Now, other than me being like in music, I don't even like to call myself an artist more than a songwriter. Because mm-hmm. I, I think songwriter, producer is my, my strongest asset, even being a strong artist. I just, I like the creative process of it, So.
0: You know, that's what's up. That's what's up. Now, exactly, how did you get into music? But you say you started singing at five. So, was music always your first love, or was it something you kind of just stumbled on?
2: Um, music.
0: I would like.
2: It's the first time I actually felt love. I felt love for anything outside of a human. Mm-hmm. You know, so like how I love football or love something else. Music is what I fell in love with him. We're like oh okay i can do i might be able to do this like at five mm. um i come from a very musical family my my um grandfather founded a group called the pilgrim wonders from here um they are a legendary group a couple of gold albums so um millions of records so so i come from kind of by toledo standards like m- musical royalty because mm. like my father my father, Brother Noble, is. One of the first superstar musicians, not first, because you got Art Tatum, but in a church, like he was that guy, like he was really that guy. Um, So it started from there. And so when people, when my family found out I could sing at all, oh, you, I had no choice. (laughs) It it was already over with. Um, My my sisters were singing and stuff too already. Soon as they figured out I could sing, I was thrust into it. I loved it, and then I just happened to love church and love God at the same time. So it was a perfect marriage. Um, I wanted to be though, once I started getting into music, I wanted to be a gospel rapper. Oh, okay. okay.
3: <laughs> and
2: how did that work out? Um, It was tough. I think gospel rap is the hardest genre in American culture to okay. be successful in. And why is that? Because nobody want to hear uh, get up and dance with us and if you love me, sit and if you love God, say Jesus. Nobody wants to hear that. Right. And a lot of them rap like that. They not rapping. They not rapping to say I'm a rapper who happens to love Jesus. They trying to show how much they love mm-hmm. Jesus, and they're rapping about it. Okay. Instead of just being somebody who has the gift, and I'm gonna use my gift. is gonna, I'm gonna praise God with my gift.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's it's a it's a difference. And so that's what made it difficult. I just happen to be good, and I can sing. Now I got a lot of slack because come my dad being a singer, everybody just expected me to sing the same kind of music that he does, which is black gospel quartet. Right. If you go to church or you grew up in a church, you know what quartet music is. Uh-huh. It's that hard <laughs> that no guys. <laughs> so everybody thought I was gonna do that too, and I can do that. Right. But I come from an era where I, I'm a hip hop baby. You know what I'm saying? After quartet, my favorite genre of music is battle rap. (laughs) And I don't even have no music. It's just a war of words and performance. So like when I knew I didn't want to play football no more or nothing like that, I was already a nerd. I went to college to get a degree in music. A lot of people didn't know I went to school for it. Um, And then I just... Ran into the right people. Growing up in church, I hate to say it to anybody who who want to argue, i get my group against your group. The best, the best musical people all come from the church. Absolutely. They all come from church.
0: The now, best- how is it being that, because you do, like you said, you grew up in the gospel, you know, in the church and with gospel, and being that you do R&B and kind of a lot, how is it making that transition from gospel to R&B to hip-hop?
2: Man, for me, <laughs> for me, it's crazy because it just pushes me um i have a different philosophy on like when if if somebody say something to me i just challenge it with scripture mm-hmm. somebody say something about me writing song r&b songs I, I hit them with well the bible say that your gift comes without repentance the bible say your gift will make room for you absolutely um if i know how to do math real good i'm not gonna i'm not gonna turn down this one hundred and fifty thousand dollar job to go work for fifty thousand because somebody don't believe what I believe in.
0: Absolutely.
2: Because that's a contradiction to the Bible. Provide for your family, and that's the best way to provide. What people in the church do, they often we oftentimes because I'm in because I'm still that we oftentimes put us in a box to what we can and can't do. Mm-hmm. But nobody ever looks at new because music is so personal. Nobody looks at it like as a job right. because a lot of times people don't think that you can make mu- like they don't look at it as a place as something that you're doing to make you money they don't look at it as a job so you can go work so you can go and be saved at on a construction site but I can't write R&B and still remain saved that don't make right, any right, sense right. you know what I'm saying when we both got gifts yeah. um, so it's an easier transition to me because in all that I get and get understanding mm-hmm. and that's the revelation I got from that Use your gift to take care of your family. And I've been doing it ever since. That's um, what's up. I like the challenge. Like, wherever I'm at in life, that's how I do my music. Like, I have a gospel album out. <laughs> <I got laughs> an R&B album out. I got an album that I went from that started in R&B and seen me transitioning to the gospel artist. Then the gospel album came out. Then I did a Christmas album. I was album. About to say, did a Christmas album, too. It super dope. <laughs> appreciate it. it super dope. Like, I like to challenge myself. And I believe in what God gave me. That's another thing Mm -hmm. that helped me. I know Christmas coming around every year till I die. (laughs) And every year I got an album to put out. Absolutely. For the rest of my life. People don't really think like that. Mm -hmm. And it's all original songs. So at some time, somebody might be like, man, that song hot. Or somebody might grow up listening to my music from Toledo. Mm -hmm. And then they go make a movie at, at 28. And they're like, man. When I was growing up, my mama used to play Shandig album every year, and they put that song in a movie. I'm in my 50s, and I got a number one record. Right. Because I just chose to pick the right kind of thing to do. Mm-hmm.
0: See, we don't have, but well, we don't have enough faith to think that can happen. I do. Right.
2: You know what I'm saying?
0: That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, <laughs> before we go and show your uh, music video, before we continue this interview with you, it's Juneteenth. Yeah. So, you know, I have to give y'all what we call tips for teeth. Tis with tea is where I give them five things on what you should or should not do. And being that it's Juneteenth, this week, Tis with tea is five things on what white folks should or should not do on Juneteenth. <laughs> All right, I'm taking, I'm taking <laughs> notes. I'm ah, taking notes? Yeah, we got it. Get your sure? now. All yeah, right.
3: Out.
0: Here we go. All right, number one, no calling the police. Just for this one day, don't be scared when a black person is cooking out in the park or walking around just being, you know, black. This day is about freedom, the freedom to be black. So don't be calling the police on us while we outside barbecuing, okay? Can I get a please? I mean, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> you, <this>. are in <laughs> <Bart>. <laughs> you are invited. All right, number two.
1: All right, I nice play up
0: it. <laughs> number two, don't ask the Black person for anything on Juneteenth. Leading the Juneteenth celebration at work is not part of Keisha's accountant's job description. Plus, it's kind of racist. Would you ask your Native American friend to give a talk on Thanksgiving? I don't think so. Okay, so don't be asking us to, to lead y'all in the Negro spiritual and Kumbaya. Okay, That's, no, don't do that. All right, number three. Don't disrespect Juneteenth by wearing kente cloth or cornrows, and please don't attempt to celebrate by singing slave songs. Negro spirituals are not made for Caucasian vocal cords. Plus, we already have a Juneteenth anthem. It's called "Back That Ass Up." Hey, and amen to that. There you go. Number four. You don't get a one-day pass to use the N word or to wear blackface on Juneteenth. If you regularly use the N word, take a day off. We would appreciate it. And number five, don't bring potato salad with raisins to the cookout. In mm-hmm. fact, just stick to bringing paper products and water. We'll greatly appreciate it. Hey, I
1: am bringing some real food. <laughs> please, and you know please. I'm not putting raisins in a potato salad.
0: Listen, you did. Is that even a thing? It is a thing. It is a thing. I
1: don't think so. We are I telling think it's you. I think that's really a myth. I think that's a myth you guys that's
0: think. Up, that's unpopular because I had it before.
1: Where I, I don't, I don't
0: know, maybe it's maybe my listen. I have different. been I to know. enough work, yes, cookouts and, that's exactly to, and with potlucks to know what white folks do and what they don't do, yeah. and they keep putting them damn raisins in the potato I'm salad. Honestly, say they I
1: don't never seen it, don't even taste it. I've never seen it. I've been on this earth for a very long time and I've yet to see raisins in potato
0: salad. Well, maybe you just stick them out and you didn't.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, right. those I are five no reasons. Reasons. there. You go. <laughs> so, those are five things that what white folks should or should not do on June 10th. So, all uh, my white people, I love y'all, but I hope y'all took notes. Okay. All right. All right. So, back to Mr. Shandy, we have your video here called "Don't Let Go." Tell us a little bit about this video and the collaboration with some other artists that you had involved.
2: Okay. So, this is from my last album, Miss uh, for the Lovers. Oh, if you love R and B, go get my album for the Lovers. Uh, Shandig for the for the lovers, um. So I came up with this record. Actually, we are actually a group. Oh, okay. And our group is called Glass Lab. I because I just see a I see a vacancy in the game, and that's what I, I'm old. So I'll be like, oh, how can I get in?
3: <laughs> Ain't no r
2: groups b real. Let's get a record. And this is this song is actually like four or five years old. Oh, wow, okay. I just, found, I said, man, let me just find something with, with with my brothers on here. And I actually found this song on accident. I thought it was another song. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hold on. And I started piecing it together because as an engineer, I got better. And so I'm like, oh, I'm about to make these boys come over here and do this song. <laughs> so I said, so what I did is I pulled up the song. I did some cutting and some pasting, and mm-hmm. I sent my verse. Okay. So they heard my verse. They like, and um, that that verse was done, and um, I just sent it to them, mm-hmm. and I had cleaned it up so well. They all called me the same day, mm-hmm. and um, they're like, "Man, we, when can we get in?" So Ryan came in first, and then I sent that sent his version. Then to, to the other two, they was like, Hold on, I said to the um, John next. John comes in there and smoke his part. Mm-hmm. So Tony actually got Tony, is the most consistent one out of all of us when it comes to the group. Okay. He actually got it last. He was pissed <laughs> because he, like, dude, you're just so setting the standards. So it came together great. That's the one I get, um, the most talk about. Uh, Y'all women miss us begging for y'all, huh?
4: So I feel like R&B died with the early 2000s. thousand. I'm see? a huge fan of R&B.
2: Scan this. We have Miss right. Sabrina. So y'all, here. y'all see this right here? <laughs> Blumzy, right.
4: go exactly. get it. Gotta yeah, turn it around. We gonna put
3: that,
1: it in the pool?
3: Yes. No,
1: oh,
3: there it is. There, there you go. It is. There it go. Code. That's me. I stand, I
1: stand it. it. I'm ready to listen to it. Because I miss our.
3: I do miss
2: our. We do yeah. Listen. It, and I ain't I've never told anybody, I'm a singer. Everybody, for the most part, most of the people who sing it with me on my album sing better than me. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I write their songs. <laughs> so yeah. it's a good exchange. And that it, it's all family. Um, so this song though. I just I was told that y'all miss getting begged for like y'all y'all miss the y'all missed the feel of an R&B group grabbing the air you feel y'all miss
0: key sweat begging yes. for seven y'all minutes. y'all miss y'all miss the
2: records begging and y'all
0: off
2: and I wanted them right. and I wanted them I wanted to make a project that get brought back that feel. i i didn't care about if i aged myself so what this music raised me i i'm grateful to be where i'm at right now because i just lost too many people right Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i ain't trying to be young i'm trying to be blessed Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna do what i want to do and give people what i think we want to hear absolutely i always say this if you don't like my album next time you see me you can punch me as hard as you can in your chest you just got to really tell me why you don't like my album. That's, That's how confident I am in, in the music. So I do feel like some of the sounds kind of coming back
1: though, too. They are. Like you they know, definitely you are. You kind of hear
2: some of the sounds from them. Thank 90s. you, Shay. So, now you too, now
1: so you too, too fine <laughs> <laughs> to
2: be flipped. Out. And that and was
1: going to <laughs>
3: She got
2: something in that Look, that's all right. right. <laughs> Look, that's
3: right.
2: You just you, you, you walk your balance
0: because you don't have your chains out. Um, <laughs> all right, Shandia, go ahead and throw to the video real quick.
2: All right, shout out to my brothers, Glass Collab and Glass Collab, Tony, Brian, and uh Johnny. I
5: wasn't ready to be. In a relationship At the time you were You were You were so far ahead of me Now I can't sleep and I can't eat I can barely breathe I need you here with me I know that I should have
2: been left by you a thousand times But life don't have a
5: word. But I wanna make things right Cause when I look at the other side And them shoulder rubs, and I miss your touch. Damn. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah. And the memories and times we shared, you used to let me get it anywhere. Oh, wow. Girl, I can't move on. Please come.
0: What's good, y'all. That was Shan Diggs' video. Don't let go. Uh, make sure y'all go ahead. Can we get that on Apple Music? Yes. Uh, yeah, we can get it on Apple Music. You can get it everywhere.
2: Title Apple Music, right. Spotify everywhere. That was really dope. I felt mm-hmm. like that I
0: would like hear that on like a what's that movie Soul Food soundtrack. Oh, yeah.
2: Yes, you know, that's that's man. actually what I was going for. Yeah. Like when I when I write songs for me or anybody else, I always write them visually. Mm-hmm. So like. I always try to write what I call soundtrack music. I think it stay around longer.
0: I feel like that should be in the scene where she was like, The family, fuck my husband. <laughs> <laughs> right there in that scene. That would be the perfect scene right there. Don't let go. Oh man, good movie. Maybe
3: well, well,
4: when he was trying to win her back, but not at that scene. I mean, all, I mean it's I think, called Don't Let Go. So, so, yeah. do you write all your Divorce music?
0: Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Terry what? <laughs> fuck the family. Family, fuck my husband. Oh,
4: come <laughs> on, Faye.
0: <laughs> hey man.
3: So
4: it was a question going around Facebook to where it was like faith or uh, what was her cousin name off the Players Club? Ebony. Oh, Ebony. Ebony and Which was worse? What's your opinion? I said both because they both was family. You don't do family like
0: that. Yeah, you know? but I say I say Which, faith because she fucked her husband diamonds was just the dude you know what i'm saying a boyfriend i mean it's still bad but it wasn't her husband
4: you know what i'm saying Irrigally, they took it was both cousins yes, so i feel like it, it, family shouldn't i
0: know. mean absolutely but you took an oath under god you know what i'm saying and y'all you out here you fuck somebody else i would i would have to agree with that um for that but
2: also because of the trauma that was all the the bigger trauma that was going on in the family for her mm-hmm. not to even think about the grandmother was dying Absolutely. Like, in what you're getting caught doing this, what it could do to the family that's already going through enough. Mm-hmm. It was
4: very selfish.
2: Yeah, it was very selfish. so. Thinking with my
0: like <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
4: like, Kevin Gates. Um,
0: and it was yeah, kind of like, like out of all the dudes in the world, like there's so many dudes out here, and you pick willing, that willing. That was yeah, willing, willing, willing to just give it to you. You decided to go. Fuck your cousin's husband. All because that
3: boy hit her with
0: the <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> about.
4: Miles him. She blew his head
0: up. She really did. All right now Shandere, do you have any upcoming music and projects that are to be released soon? Um I'm for those who do like my music,
2: I got I'm gonna tell y'all, I'm about to be done. I got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff. Um and for those who just getting hip to me, go find my stuff. It's, Shan, S-H-A-N, Space, D-I-G-D. So are we talking about
0: done like as a retirement?
2: Done. I don't believe in retirement. I haven't made enough money to retire from music okay. as an artist. Uh, but what I was just gonna say, I'm not gonna be as interested in being an artist, more so than being that guy who's gonna help um my younger artists get um go better. Because like I, my artist is Marcus Liddell. Um shout out
0: to Marcus Liddell. Jam. An artist. Jam.
2: I got some hitters Kendall um I'm about to talk to uh Kayla Shea again because she started with me mm-hmm. um I want her back um I'm more interested in getting those those guys opportunities the summers because they're younger and we we me and the other artists from around here mm-hmm. we learn the hard way for them so everything that everything that we didn't know that we learn through mistakes, they don't have to make those mistakes. And I'm more so interested in that. I always hated being a young the young dude in the studio looking at some old dude who may be talented. May still you know may still have the talent, but take it so serious that you letting the youth be wasted. I'm not doing that. Right. Not even to say I'm longing the tooth with it. It's just when I got somebody who's like a Marcus mm-hmm. and like a Jam and like the like the Kayla Shays, you work with them tirelessly now.
4: So you're more interested in being a mentor versus putting out your own.
2: Mentors don't make no money. So, but,
4: <laughs> and I think that's the beauty of it. You're willing to you give back to the
2: community. No, are we so all of them. Are, on that wisdom. Yeah,
4: that's what it is. Well,
2: I'm a songwriter first. I'm not even an art. Well, I'm a art. Well, I, I would be a liar if I didn't say I don't love being an artist as much as a songwriter. But I enjoy the cre creating the stuff. But so that's part of me. can be an art too. Yeah, I know. That's that's what I pride myself in my songwriting. Yeah. That's why. Well, I said anyway. Don't nobody want to really go. I I won't lose. It'll be hard to beat me in the verses. And like a Salito versus, yeah, just because I'll be on 19 songs and then I'll play with them. Okay,
4: and a lot of our favorite artists used to be songwriters. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah baby face is look, my, yeah, it's, like, it's unreal. But the only thing is, before we take it, before we can get to that, and me and Ty was talking about it off air, I really got to try to do my best to unify as many of us as I can so we can absolutely. move together. Because that's what made every, if you think about it, Motown. It was Motown. Everybody yeah. on Motown for the most part was from Detroit or from the Midwest, right? Mm-hmm. They all moved together. When LA hit, they all moved together. When the South hit, when Atlanta hit, everybody did stuff with each other. New York did it started like that, and who was the who's the who was the next greatest New York rapper that y'all heard since New York split? One of the last like number one came from New York like a number one and, and have consistent number one people.
4: Be- Cardi. No no no. Yeah gotta be yes. Right. No,
2: that's right. Hard. That's, right. Be hard. that's, that's hard. right. Because when you split up and move separately, it make things so much harder. But everybody moved together and we can do the same thing. I will put our, our talent against anybody. Nitra? bro, do I'll put her on stage with anybody. Right, and so I know we have that here. We just all have to kind of move together, and so I'm more interested in that than trying to be on the stage getting sweaty.
0: Which, in which we had that, <laughs> <laughs> which we had that conversation, like you said off air about. Um, I was telling Shan that there was Toledo was a movement when, you, and when you heard one Toledo artist, you knew they all were together. You know, what I'm saying as as a united front, and somewhere between covid and whatever happened there was like this big disconnect where everybody just kind of went their separate ways and it was like the buzz that it had it all just went away so i would definitely love to see toledo come together again as a united front and start that heavy movement again and like you said you know you're kind of in a space now to where you don't want to be on stage and getting sweaty and doing this it's time for the next the next generation as much as i love Shandig, as much as i love Tracy, as much as i love country and all of those you know, it's time to bring up the younger talent who can who can bring something fresh and new.
2: And that's our job. You know what I'm saying? I take part. Look, shout out to my little bro Cashmere. Cash, Cash on a live one day. He said he said it called me up. I'm like, I want. I'm like 33. I'm 33. I'm 33 at that time. But I'm like, damn. When did I become up? But instead of being mad about it, I embraced it. Mm-hmm. That's a sign of respect. When we say somebody who ain't our uncle in the hood, right. and we call him up, that's a sign of respect. And so I didn't take. I ain't. I ain't say. Oh, he ain't saying you washed. He's saying here's. I respect you, and I'm gonna listen because uncles can whoop kids. You yeah, know, know what I'm saying? That yeah. mean if I held him accountable,
3: he gonna going take to that.
2: <laughs> he gonna take that. And and he still do right now. Shout out to my brother Cash, but. I realized that and instead of running from it, I embraced it. I started looking for more dope artists. Right now, I think we got even with the with the art generation artists. Right now, we probably got 22 artists that can be signed.
3: Okay. That
2: I believe, know. like, and no shade to nobody who's doing it. The 22 that I will pick, I will have a whole reason why. And if I didn't pick pick you, I will have a whole reason why. You know what I'm saying? Nice. I don't I I don't argue music with everybody because for the most part, I can do what well, whoever else is doing. It. But it's more more likely than not, it's gonna be something that I can do, that somebody, that I can do that somebody, everybody can't do everything I can do because I sing, rap, produce, engineer, mm-hmm. and vocal produce songs. We don't have much of that to do Right. So I don't see my brother CJ who can do it, who's one of my mentors. The rest of them gone, the tubs and all of that. I can talk about music locally for hours. And what we missing and how we can get it done. But the number one thing mm-hmm. we need to do is just to unify. It. Absolutely.
4: So and who would you say is your favorite female local artist right
3: now? Whoa. Ooh,
4: I know I'm gonna start cool. some controversy with you, this one, but I wanna know your favorite female time. and your male. I wanna know both sides, but let's
2: um, start with the females. I can't, I won't really alienate nobody. Um who's my favorite? Because whoever my favorite is don't mean I think they're the best.
3: True, definitely <laughs> true. This is your be ha- opinion. Because
2: we have some people who I, I can tell you who the best is, I think, and who my favorite. My favorite who I can just watch on stage. Right now it's between like four. I'm not gonna lie. It's one A B C and D. Like they I can see Sasha. Sasha just put on a crazy a show. Yes. I, I've been singing. so the person I said I started singing with at three. It was her. Like yeah. <laughs> I was a five year old, she was a three year old. So I thought I I thought she couldn't impress me no more. And when she just did her show, amazing. My own my own artist, uh, Kayla Shea. Uh, my own artist, Jam, Kayla Shea, Summer, and then lastly, these are just the singers. That Anitra Sheree. Yes. To watch her perform is literally like. You are going to Vegas. You go on any big stage in the world and watching big stage. And I think all, all of them people are just named. And there's some more that's coming up. They ain't there yet. Um, there's some more that's coming up. They ain't there yet, but we're going to get them there, actually. Absolutely. Um, who ain't there yet. So I can't do one. I have to do six. And I did all singers. I didn't even deal with no
0: rappers like I had the chance to watch Anitra perform when I worked at Spotlight and we were, this is like when COVID had just, you know, was kind of letting up, we were having patio parties. And she had performed for somebody's birthday party. And she sung Sweet Thing by Shakira, Khan or Mary J. whatever version you prefer. And I was just like, I felt like I was watching a veteran on stage. Like somebody who had been doing this for years. And still to this day, I'm just like, I literally just heard that song when we went to nashville and she was the first person that popped in my head like, that's what it was you, amazing that's when you that is the mark of a great artist yes mm-hmm. a great artist and
2: make you remember their version yes over like the, the version of the version that we grew up here mm-hmm. nitra is a it is a bit we mm-hmm. sang in organized Chaos. shout out to uh ryan ferguson me her and sasha sang in a group called organized chaos mm-hmm. which required us to go Everywhere and just go sing cover songs. Yeah, so that's that constant performing and that that repetition. She is a monster. You do it's tough to follow her. It
3: is, and I'm always the one who
2: got the <laughs> always. But you want males too, huh? I do, and
4: you you can't say yourself.
2: I don't. I don't. I never say myself because I'm not. Well, <laughs> like I'm not my favorite artist. It's just difficult because. We got some people who don't live here who are crazy. Like like I ain't named KR because she don't come. Like it's my cuz. She she been out of here. Yeah. Um haven't heard her in years. Shout out to Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. That's Shout
4: that's out to wrong. Nintendo. <laughs> okay. I can
2: tell that's why I said I can talk about music all day. We were all in the same camp. Mm-hmm. Like we all started in the same camp. And I as much as I, much as I have done here to do like I myself myself closer like a legendary status. I did nothing with Paz Mom, which is me.
3: Right.
2: Um, but Dudes is hard because I like rap and singing. I don't know. CJ, CJ Mack being my favorite artist. Anybody who know me, I got my own artist and I tell them to my face, to their face. They know who my favorite artist is. Mm-hmm. CJ's my favorite artist in Toledo, period. Right. Because I always look and, and it's going to be preference because he does what I do. He helped show me what what to do. Um, not when I only came in there as a songwriter, um, and a vocal producer. That nigga gave me so much more. But CJ my favorite artist, and he see the thing about CJ Mack. He so he has made so many other people, so many people sound great. It kills me that he forgets about him. Like CJ is got, like got a record deal at ten years old. Like he a child prodigy. Wow. So like, and like you can't be that and still not be dope. <laughs> like they, awesome. wasn't away, they wasn't giving away, they were not giving away record deals thirty years ago like that mm-hmm. to ten year olds. You know what I'm saying? And his music is amazing. The only thing is, he he loved mu- making other people great just like I do. Right. We suffer from the same things, but I ain't gonna forget about me.
0: <laughs>
2: I ain't gonna do it because like, I talked about organized chaos, but I got out of organized chaos because I'm more artist than cover singer. Right. And I was losing my artist part of it because I'm like, dang, I'm getting riddled. My head is only filled with, with the songs that we are the regurgitating, right, the cover songs, right? So when it, when I'm um, going to write songs with other people, I'm hearing that stuff bleed into the music and taking taking away the sound. Even though there's work, I take pride in creating the sound. That make that is what make, makes you that solidifies you. So when I was working with people, it was just bleeding into it. So I just got out of it for artistry's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody everybody's different. You know what I'm saying? I never prided myself on being like the greatest singer, I'm a singer. But I, I like working with people who, I, I love pushing people who better singers than me because like I I um think that just because you can do something that don't mean you should. Facts. <laughs> Y'all don't hear, hear a song that's just doing
3: woo, 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 all
2: through the whole song. Y'all don't hear that.
3: Mm-hmm. So when
2: the singers who do, can do all of that in the studio, I mean, no, give me, a, give them a little bit. We want the people who can't sing to buy these albums. So when you do love okay, it makes sense mm. because anybody can do that, and that's what you want to do. Ninety percent of the world don't do music; they're not creators.
0: Right. right.
2: So that, but that's who we sell it to. Ninety percent of the people who don't create, the ten percent don't even. We don't even buy music like that.
0: We was literally just talking about how we used to. Illegally download <laughs> from stream Was it? Yeah, uh, What was it? <laughs> you about Linewire, Line-wire and, 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 and Napster it,
2: Okay so I said I wanted to talk about my theory On that if I got some time So my answer is CJ I love everybody else though Like I got a lot of favorite people But CJ's is my all time So I'm just going to stick with my answer But um, I think that Like the I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist right now
4: like. Okay, so I got another question for you. Growing up, who was your biggest
1: musical influence?
2: That's when it get tricky, cause I don't know. Um, I know just probably, probably my dad. Okay. Probably Tell us
4: my, a little bit about him. It is Father's Day weekend. Yes.
2: Shout out to my dad, Thomas Daryl, <laughs> Thomas Daryl Noble, aka Buck. I'm gonna now try to you,
4: uh, That's my brother' nickname. I, I'm gonna try not to cry
2: because that's my man's. Right. But, um, so my dad was a child prodigy.
4: Okay.
2: He got his first deal with, like, they, with the group, like, he was the youngest member in the group. I think he was, like, 11 when they got their first deal. Okay. But it was because of him. And he played, he writes, he writes, he plays the guitar. What was the
3: name?
2: Anything. The, the name of the group is the Pilgrim Wonders. This is all
3: okay.
2: information that you can Google, too. Um, But my dad, like, being that young and being great, and then you start in this church music, and you come up in the church, all and then I came up in the church that he was, that he from, the expectation was extremely high. So, like, hearing hearing what I had to um, live up to all the time, of course, like, that's going to be what I like. My dad don't even know he my biggest influence, because I just found out, like, last year. (laughs) <laughs> like I just like oh dang I didn't even realize because the stuff that he will be listening to the stuff that he will be listening to like that had the biggest like impact on me now here's the thing my dad traveled now he got signed was like 10 or 11 he literally traveled on the road till I was 20 and oh, wow. he had me at 28 mm, okay. so okay. but when I was 10 he got diagnosed with schizophrenia and it was very, very, like, it was It was mild at first, but it, it got progressively worse. It, he got diagnosed when I was 10. He didn't start traveling until I was 20. Mm-hmm. See, that's going to be skipping over people's heads. So 10 years of almost untreated schizophrenia. So when it got too bad, they kind of just can't go on the road with us, right? Now. You know what I'm saying? Um, the group did. But like when it got too bad, my dad had to come live with me for like six months. Now, mind you, my dad—I wasn't able to have that relationship with my dad because of the role in the sickness. Mm-hmm. So when he came to stay with me, I had a studio in my basement, and all I heard is through whether right or wrong, good or bad, I was like my dad. So him staying with me, I actually got to learn who he was, and it gave me so much peace to say, "Oh yeah." Yeah, I got that from you. Mm-hmm.
1: Then I'd be like, oh, I do
2: this. I got that from my mama. And and that gave me peace. So that even made so what I what we used to do is we used to go in the studio while I'm working with somebody when I had a client. And then what like two or three days a week, all we would do was listen to his music. All the videos on YouTube, all that stuff. We just used to listen to his music. And then I would pick his brain. Man, what was you thinking when you was writing like that? What was you thinking? Where was you at? And just seeing him have him break out of schizophrenia—schizophrenia don't exist when he get to explain that. And it made me love him. It just made me love him. It made me love his music, his process. It made me understand why he has schizophrenia, because to be that great. It's gonna cost you something if it is untreated. Most of the greatest musicians ever, something's wrong with all of them. Look at Kanye. Look at Michael Jackson. Do I need to keep going? Like all the great, the greatest of great, Mm -hmm. something wrong with all of the most innovative people. R. Kelly. Like Jay-Z poked the nigga. Like everybody has a big stand, Chris, but it's something off about every great one. Something has to be wrong. Michael Jordan, LeBron, everybody say something wrong with him because of how that what it requires to be great. And just hearing him explain, he was my I didn't know till I was thirty six. Later, when when I'm have when I thought about this conver- that conversation, I'm like, dude, would he be my favorite artist the whole time? Not even know it. And so, my dad's my most influential in my um and my dude just because of how he thought the records. He had to write that stuff without being able to see it visually. You know what I'm saying? And then he might be thinking about his gospel. He might be thinking about how he loved a girl who looked like you with a big booty, but he gotta he gotta put God there. Oh, because that's what that's what that's what Music Soul Child did. That was a gospel song, and he just changed God to love. Right. So it happened. Like the intimacies that he used to say, like, man, I will get into an argument. With your mom or your stepmom, uh, I would get into an argument, and I just I just come up with something from whatever space I'm in right there, and then, and I might be in love, I might be in conflict, I might be mad. I wrote about that and replaced them with God. Mm-hmm. I said, "Who even thinks like that?"
4: Well, sometimes <laughs> when you're so gifted, um it can be misunderstood. It becomes overwhelming, and in that form, like you said you're misunderstood. So then it's kind of diagnosed in different medical conditions or like you, like you explained. So anxiety or schizophrenia, like when you're so gifted, it can become too much on you and it becomes overwhelming. Tell
2: me about it. So Ty, who do most of the things here, I'm always yes. overwhelmed always, yes. because of the gift. Yes. Yeah. I, but I understand it so much of having a gift. It come with the territory. It's also I, sometimes, so. I have to mend a friendship of twenty something years today. <laughs> like, I talk to them all the time. Mm-hmm. But music was, but music because of the gift, it's rooted in that, in the fr- in the brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's rooted in them two things. But it's music. Like that's how that's that's how crazy it is. How dangerous music can be. Like I don't know what nobody believed. If you know me, you know I'm a Christian dude. Lucifer's job, Lucifer's job in heaven before he became the fallen angel was to be over music. This is why the world, this is why my theory is, this is why the um the world, well, America especially is so violent right now. It is a combination of a lack of going to people going to church because it's at an all-time low, um, for for my memory, and they don't play, they have no versatility. On, they have no versatility on the radio, and way too much access to all the negative music.
0: Absolutely true.
2: Facts. Like I lost my nephew. I lost my nephew to um, gun violence two months ago. Bless my, ne- bless my nephew, son Nico McIntyre. We are here forever.
4: God
2: We lost him to that. And one of the things that he said to me is, "Uh, I'm ready to get in that studio." I said, "What are we talking about when we in there?" He's like. You know, I just want to want to rap, you know what I'm saying? And I say, because you know what my payment is. You got to get good grades. That was his, mm-hmm. that's all I wanted. He's like, well, I'm going to be practicing until I get there. And he didn't get the chance. And when I talked to his pops, his pops said something to me that, that tore me up. He said, he said, bro, I keep looking for my sons like I'm missing a kid keep trying to find him but he ain't there and to know he ain't never coming it killed me it made me and that's part of the reason i don't want to be an artist as well it's bigger everything is bigger than me now when he said that it changed everything i'm like Sandig is not significant as an artist that don't matter Mm -hmm. i if i've been doing music for almost 20 years and i can't get somebody on from what we're doing, I fail. And that and somebody would say, Well, you ain't failed. That's what I feel like. Somebody has to take it to somebody has to be positioned to get an opportunity because it's it's too much at stake at this point. We don't have people don't have no hope in Toledo. That, that's why we can't do anything. Can I can I have this conversation with y'all
0: then? Because I got a question. Yeah, absolutely. Most motherfuckers the place to do it.
2: Do y'all I believe that Toledo isn't as successful as it should be because we lack places of hope, examples of hope that's tangible that we can see. Did y'all see how crazy boxing went for Toledo after E-Bunny did, did what he did? Mm-hmm. Do y'all see how many um, boxing boxers from Toledo are turning pro and going crazy? We've seen something that was tangible that we can have hope in. And like, everybody who's successful from here, that's still going, they haven't been able to position themselves enough to think that this is, that they can make it. And we got the Clemmys, shout out to my brother Clemmy. They can see Clemmy and be like, yeah, he got on, but that was a different time. And then because he got on, it was easier for him to get on again. Because we will, so that don't give them no real hope when they sing. Oh, I seen T grind from, this is this is his season finale. I seen him, I seen the the eleven episode, the all 11 episodes. And now in year three, I appreciate him being national because I seen 1 through 11 first. We don't have, and so I'm going to start my podcast because if, if T did it, I know I can. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. And if we, if we got some somebody like that outside of boxing right now, I will wait. Zaya. Zaya Cook. But after Zaya, one person in music. Oh, y'all ain't got no answer. Ak. But he haven't took it to the, the, the level of a national artist. And then when people look at Ak, you, you know what everybody's going to say because I'm going to be real. Oh, he only can get, get to where he got because he got money. Because that's what they're gonna say. That's real. But I got records. And I'll tell anybody that he I really got records. You don't have to like his content. He he a slick talk rapper. I like, I like slick talk rappers. Um, like E40, that would be something like like he in them lanes, like uh, how he put his words together.
3: Mm.
2: But to somebody who like some they actually seen like from the bottom like a real like I I like in R and B we ain't seen nobody come up and be a star and take it to like the level where they got videos on BET or somewhere they at they something like that we haven't really seen that right. Um, Walter Ray might have a right have, might have a chance right now because he's in position, but that's what's lacking. We just haven't seen it. It's been too long, like. Life going to jail. We didn't see the grind. We seen him go on, we seen we knew, unless you like was in was tapped in with the family, a lot of people didn't know life was in jail. We knew when we seen him on Apollo, it's somebody it's a nigga from Toledo who the dog who went to the Apollo and won like four weeks or six weeks or however long he was just <laughs> killing everybody. Right. And he from the town. And so we like, oh, that's dope. But and we go and we support him like crazy. But nobody's seen him from his start start mm-hmm. to finish. His start was on the Apollo, but the Apollo is literally a national show. Right. We haven't we haven't seen nobody be like brown level
0: local. And I know? would even say with Life Genius, I remember even when B Wills was on One Hundred Six and they had the Wild oh, Out right. Wednesday and Freestyle Friday, or whatever, and he killed it. You know. Can I? Can
1: I add? I just saw him at concert two weekends ago. Columbus and he killed he was very It all the incredible. It was is amazing. That's that was my
2: amazing. first single of my, my off my summer. Oops.
0: Damn, I wouldn't even say it. I just <laughs> talk, feel like a lot of people do
4: not support people in Toledo until it becomes I, absolutely so. I, like, I, I literally was just thinking. You saying about. you don't see them support from start is because people don't support our local artists or Anybody locally until it's popular to do so Mm -hmm. until they know they can get attraction from supporting that person And I feel like that's the messed up part about it because uh, Toledo has a lot of people who are Diamonds in the Mm rough like I'm not from Toledo, but living here most of my life I've been here since I was six years old. So living here for the last 28 Almost 30 years. It's like I've met people to where you know, this city has a lot of potential Mm-hmm. but it's the
2: inside hate so I gotta an answer for that I I have been blessed enough to but people will call me popular but I just I don't think that's the case I've been blessed enough to get a lot of support right blessed and lucky <laughs> I've been blessed and lucky man to get a lot of support from day one so that part I can't necessarily all the way related to in it, and it hasn't been enough support to give me no deal. So I, man, you know what I mean. But those diamonds in the rough—that's why I don't want to be shandig the artist. Mm-hmm. I want to find those because I found some. Marcus was in Marcus is my cousin. He was in my family. He's in my family. Don't you think he would have started before for that? I know he could sing since he was six, since he was four, right? Right. But it took him a while to get started because he had to want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like you were saying, them diamonds in the rough. The artist's problem is the artists are not searching for where the artist's going to be at so we can meet each other. Mm-hmm. Like if you got a bunch of artists at the Eastside Catalina doing a show, mm-hmm. I'm going over there. Because if I find the singer over there who had never been on Love and Laughter and she live on the East or he live on the East, guess how many tickets they're going to sell? About 50. Mm-hmm. Because they know what Love and Laughter is. But the east, the east side might not have ever had a reason to go over it. Come, come and do it. He might be hot just over there. And the problem is the artists don't go support the other artists. And then they want the same support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they're they going to have to get their money up and be paying to go to all these places and shaking their hands. Um, Shandig, I, I I do this, this, that, and the third. That's what, um, I send you some of my music so you can know that I ain't whack.
4: <laughs> or they get that support, but don't give it back.
2: Yes. Now it's a lot of that that go on. Yeah. yeah. Because and that's not even just for music. That's the Toledo scene. Yeah. That, that's the to, that's the Toledo culture. Yes. Um, and I used to say that Toledo don't have no culture, but that's not true. A lot of it is just negative culture. No. It's just like uh, it has a culture of of negativity, like it's it's this bad in Toledo when somebody moves and they come back people literally be mad like what you come back for Mm -hmm. like it's no pride in like i love the city flaws and all because every city got a flaw absolutely but it ain't no love here and and so what do you expect
4: Or they leave and oh they ain't gonna make it they'll be back like mm-hmm. it's you're preying on someone. See, it's it's, or you it's have
0: people who lead to it. And I see this like lot who lead to it or just dog to it. off. yes, know, they yes. Shit yes. On it so it's hard. it's like it's yeah. like uh it's like a big
2: poop thing in their life that they that they <laughs> that they left the city because the thing is it's like nobody say. Thank you for what Toledo made me.
0: Absolutely,
2: okay. and so it made me like this. So when I left Toledo and I got to Atlanta, I was a dog because Toledo built something mm-hmm. and made, we made it something. Ain't nobody talking like that. It's all negative reinforcements. That's a culture. Yeah. That's a culture. Everybody that goes somewhere and be extremely successful. How many people you be you usually see me like? If it weren't for Toledo, I want to did this because. Toledo makes some of the realest people ever.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I and, and our circumstances gotta be like this. So if you do move away, you will know how you how you can appreciate the city because it made you something, right? It, it molded something. It made you tougher. It made you understand hard work. It made you understand love because if Ty cousin get killed, I gotta mourn with him because I love Ty, because I know him and I know he's hurting. It's a place that we we missing that stuff. Absolutely. But we that close. When when he seen that it said Nico McIntyre, he might not, he might have seen Nico. Then when he said McIntyre, the first thing he probably thought about, oh, it that's Shane. Absolutely. That's Shane got that gotta be Shane people. Or I wonder if that's Shane people. In 16, oh I know he, I know he hurt. so he immediately prayed. Because we all connected. Mm-hmm. And instead of us using those connections for a positive, it's all negative.
0: Absolutely.
2: Ain't nobody ever saying like, I'm I, I'm successful and dope because I'm from Toledo. They
0: put that that is something in that water there that juiced me up to be a dog. I mean, we can even take it as far as back. Anita Baker's from Toledo. Don't even say she's from Toledo. Ever? She said she's from Detroit. Yeah, the Bell Calloway. Same
4: thing.
0: Absolutely. Listen, that's a, and that's what make
2: my dad great, right? My dad <laughs> had an opportunity to play for her, but how the gospel saying was back then. Don't, you better hope that you better hope that worked for the rest of your life, my brother, because you will never be able to come back to this culture back in this day. But
0: that's how I know she's from the city. Yeah, absolutely.
2: You know what I'm saying? Uh, um,
0: heavy, heavy, heavy stuff on here today. Yeah, um, I, I get, I always we, appreciate, you know, we appreciate the stories, man. We definitely appreciate the stories and the knowledge. And before we let you go, Miss Shea Renee, you got some this or that questions? Absolutely. So sure, before, we, sure. <laughs> before we get into that, we have a game over here called This or That, where Shay gives you two options, and you pick whether it's this or that. So you can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. There you, you go. This, you that was <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, the first thing really? i thought about. All okay. right, Shay, Renee, you ready?
4: So night or morning? Morning. I can dig it. Temptations or
2: five heartbeats? Five heartbeats. Yep. <laughs> I just had this debate.
4: Five My days. God, even though they're not a real group, tonight. it was just everything about the movie. I, I got everything
2: introduced to them first before I seen the Temptations movie. I'm sorry.
4: Absolutely. Okay. Reading or writing? Writing. Oh, hands down. Not even a question. Mm-mm. He needs another question. <laughs> Attend a party or host it?
2: Because I'll be a corner if I act like I ain't like no spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll be a lie. But... I'm actually a kind of introverted person, um, so I know I'll go sit and i say hi to everybody and go sit down And, and in the you won't see him for the rest of the night Because yeah. he'll be on um, the corner tucked off yeah. I'm
0: my
2: <laughs>
4: um, nice to see so you, probably I'm just here.
2: uh Yeah, because I like I like <laughs> the dress, so I just want to get there and be fresh and then sit in the corner like, so Oh
4: probably, he came, I'm so, so
2: probably the, uh, the, the ladder, what was the, the second one? Oh, not host yeah. one. just So 30. just attendee, okay
4: So vacation or staycation?
0: Mm. I got a lot of kids, so. <laughs> so, <laughs> so clearly not a safe issue. We get we
2: no, we get there, we stand. <laughs>
3: if,
2: we, if we like it, we stand.
4: Okay. So private performance or a large crowd?
3: Um
2: It depends on what song I Cause it's tough, man. Ain't nothing like from my experience. Ain't nothing like doing the love and laughter, brother. Like, those are fun. Those are big, big crowds and pro medical, and doing the pro joints. But if I've got some real fans in the room who know my stuff, 20, if I get 20 people in the room who know all the words, I'll take that any day. Some more of an intimate. Yeah, I'll
4: yeah,
2: take that over a yeah. big crowd any day.
4: And that I feel like that's
2: when you're most comfortable. That's the, it's, and well, the best commodity. It's when, you're most appreciated. Yes, <laughs> so when you most appreciate it. Because when you when you see somebody who knows your song and they it singing makes it with so you, much and that
4: energy is so yeah. right? You, like,
2: you, you feel yeah. appreciated, like you feel like okay, I'm really operating in my purpose though.
0: Yeah, and it's, and it's better because you can be in a stadium full of people like yeah, I'm in here with five thousand people, but how many people in here actually know your music? So. Are you really mm-hmm. having fun versus the 20 people who may show up at the club who gonna rock with you the whole night and that's probably gonna be your best performance?
2: And ever. they might have paid, they might rock with you so tough, they might have paid a hundred for the ticket. Mm-hmm. Or like it don't, that happened in the industry. They invite like 40 people a thousand dollar ticket, dog. Like
0: crazy. Like I'll take that.
3: I um, know yeah. that's it. All right.
0: You got any no more this or that? That was it. No, that was it. All right. That's great. Well, thank well, you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Shen. We appreciate you for stopping I, by. and I hope I did on. well. You did, you did dope. It was an amazing story. I was over here like, wait a minute. I'm about to do a thug cry.
4: No, because I, I kind of um, resonated when he said he grew up in the church, like mm-hmm. growing up. Actually, today is one of my cousin's birthday who passed away about two years ago. And we were in this group called Cherry Picky. Kids. <laughs>
3: But mm-hmm. It was
4: more so ran by my aunt who couldn't sing because she wasn't in the group with my other aunts who were the fantastic McLaurin sisters. Shout, out to, them Ooh, of, of shout Ohio. out to them. And one of them I'm actually them. got signed. I'm hip to them. And Mary McLaurin Glover is yeah. my aunt okay. out of Cleveland, Ohio. She actually just got signed like a, a couple months ago. Love her voice. Like shout she out, has one I'm of the so most sad. amazing voices I've heard.
3: Yeah, it's so,
2: quartet, so yeah. like you grew up as a quartet baby too, huh? Yeah,
4: so you know mm-hmm. she had us out there marching and back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> so growing up in the church, like yes, that's where my love of music came from. Like so, yeah. of
0: course. That's what's up. That's what's
2: up. Y'all favorite producers from there? You know what I'm saying? Zaytoven is the most. The Zaytoven basically created a whole sound of trap music
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, with with Gucci, right? He goes and has never missed a Sunday unless he's on vacation and plays for his dad's church, the organ every mm-hmm. Sunday still mm-hmm. right now,
3: exactly.
2: and he got Grammys on Grammys, like, and he's like known as the greatest trap producer. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Started right from the church, that's what's for serious. real.
4: When you think. the right. realest trappers yes. come from the church. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's 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 true
0: too. That should be a t shirt. <laughs> So, let, me, let me copyright that real right. quick. <laughs> all right, but well, Mr. shandy we greatly appreciate you for stopping by the mud anytime. You are always welcome. Our doors are always open. We appreciate you. Shout out to all those Toledo artists. And speaking of the Toledo artists, we got to go ahead and show some love to Tracy the Rare Bre Haynes. We have his video right here. It's called Butterflies. He was our mud artist of the week a few weeks ago. We're going to go ahead and run this back and spend the block and pay a few bills. and we'll
4: right k up in the week, my nigga Moe. He got the proof.
0: How do I describe it, like the fluttering of wings behind a ribcage, or breathing against a hurricane's wind, aware of this moment with you, afraid of the unknown with you, and still wanting your presence as if it's my first ever gift, holding on to the smiles you give, hoping you will smile with me and live, not just in my heart, or in between skip beats, or thoughts, or dreams that vanish in the day, but in my life,
5: God broke the mold when he made you, you're a rare breed if I say so myself, simple as a gentle breeze, but as Mighty as the red sea, oh you're a blessing. It's your essence, the fact that I'm crushing is so adolescent. Oh how I crave you, such an obsession. My stomach ties in the night when you're present. How you make me feel, words can't describe. My heart just melts when I look in your eyes I'm cool when you're not here But when you arrive I get butterflies, butterflies, butterflies How you make me feel, words can't describe My heart just melts when I look in your eyes I'm cool when you're not here But when you Butterflies, butterflies I wish I could touch you, baby I see
0: Tracy river Brian Hayes, video butterfly. Shout out to him, and shout out to all of the Twitter artists in the building, in the city, doing big things. Um, despite you know whatever happened down at the you know comic concert, four one nine is, is is our time to shine, and I know y'all gonna do great things. Like I said, I know with some things that I'm moving around, I see some things happening on social media, so I definitely know there's there's about to be something's about to happen, and I feel it in my spirit. I'm saying so. That's all of that. Now, with that being said. Like I told y'all, we have Miss Amy in the building. Miss Amy is our uh, marriage and intimacy coach. What's good, Miss Amy?
1: I like how you say intimacy. Like it's, it's all intimacy, polite
0: stuff. Intimacy. I don't know. I just wanted to make it sound. You know. I like it. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So we had to bring you back on the show. Um and. Welcome back. Yes, 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 it's, been, it's cool. been some time I'm going to be on the
1: finale
0: yes. And I just remember today is FYF It is Fuck Your Feelings yeah. Friday And you always come on the Fuck Your Feelings Friday I like Friday. Fuck Your Feelings Friday right Yes, yeah, so we forgot to tell Shan, but we'll bring him back So he can, you know, mm-hmm. do a FYF real quick But we um, asked our viewers on uh, social media to send us some questions To ask you about okay. love and intimacy So I have a few questions here, so you ready? I'm
1: ready. I, I I knew him ahead of time, so I have, like.
0: Yeah. you know, you're so ready. I'm ready. All right. So, question number one. Who do females prefer to be in charge in the bedroom,
1: the man or themselves? And this was from Jesus. So, yes. I think that it really depends on the person. I think it's obviously personal preference mm-hmm. when it comes to who they prefer to be in control. Um, but I will say, I think it also depends like situational. So what's the mood? What's the setting? Are mm-hmm. you just banging it out? Are you making love? Like what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? A difference between it there out is there is love. a big difference between banging it out and making love. Oh, I had this conversation in my head. I feel
4: like once a dude fall in love, all they want to do is make love. It's like, oh, um,
1: can
4: you tell me like you
3: last like, week? you, like, you do
1: like the you need to do like the the make love and then bang it out combo. Mm-hmm. So you don't want the key sweat, you want the flies, baby. Bang work. it out first, then make love. See, I'm the other way around, thing. but yeah. Right. So I think, I think actually, I think when it comes to this one, I think it's one of those where it's situational. But it does get boring if like the same person's control all the time. So I do think it's okay to switch it up. But I, it is. You can talk. You can correct. Me. I think for some women, there is something very um, safe and comforting about a guy taking control. And just you know just not have to with the, the guy yeah are, because yeah because i
4: have to trust you yeah right,
1: trust. right 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 because if
4: i don't trust you uh, sir right no yeah no, not, not happening absolutely <laughs> you're not handcuffing me to this. no <laughs> <laughs> to nothing <laughs> right
0: all right question number two i am co-parenting with my ex so i have to see them regularly we have had sex since the breakup and my ex seems to want to continue to have sex I know that is not healthy. We are exes for a reason. How can I see them regularly and be able to control myself sexually around my ex? And that is from Cedar.
1: So this is this is tough. I mean, when you have to see them regularly, and I'm, I'm assuming it's probably a pretty fresh situation, and they they had sex. So, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Somebody's calling me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think it's I think it's easier to fall back into because it's familiar. Mm-hmm. So this is somebody that's familiar. It's, it's you know, honestly, the world out there can be scary. So if it, this is somebody that you know, it's familiar to do that kind of thing, it's happened before, but obviously they realize it's not worth it. I think you got to set boundaries. Absolutely. So, you know, don't put yourself in that situation and don't go in the house, stand in the doorway like the shoes don't come off. And if they have to come off, no alcohol, no under the covers. Um, and if you got to do it, enough, you know, the, the drop off or the exchange, you know, do it in a public place, do it with people around, so that you're not tempted to get in that situation. Absolutely. And then,
0: you know, with that too, you know, sex can bring emotions. Yeah. Those emotions start. Coming I got an easy solution. So, yep.
4: Find somebody else who beat you like better.
0: Right.
1: Bring them with you. Okay. Wow. Well and I think I think too I think it's just I think for the probably for this person it's the comfort of the, right, the you're not, you not gonna want
4: that. What you're I'm saying, saying is there's better D out there. When you find that better D, you there be is like always that. better I've D I've had you, it was mediocre asking what I'm getting out.
1: Getting some new D. <laughs> 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 All right,
0: question number three. How can I bring the freak out in my partner who doesn't seem ready? And this was an
1: obvious. So this one I had, I had a long one. First, I got to say, not everybody's freaky when it comes to sex. So I think you have to take a good look at your partner and ask, are they freaky? And now if you feel like they're freaky, they just haven't brought it out yet. And you you need to get that out of there. It's a comfort thing. It is. that's what I was going to say. It's it's a comfort thing. And honestly, it starts with the conversation outside of the bedroom. What do you like? What do you want to try? Here's what I like. Here's what I want to try. What are you willing to try? And then I feel like when they give you some ideas try their thing first Mm. you got to make it safe though um I mean I wouldn't I would start small I wouldn't go full like S&M on the first (laughs) first go around and honestly I think it's important that you have to both be comfortable and if there's anything that's real freaky like painful discomfort you got to have that safe word and know that if the partner says stop it's a stop we gotta stop but
4: I I saw this picture where the girl you know it was bondage she was tied up and you know, laying on the bathroom floor. I said, you know, now that's a little far, not the bathroom floor. <laughs> but the whole bondage part in the back, you know, you're not know, about to have my head between the toe and the
1: sand. So clearly <laughs> yeah, bondage bondage, bondage bathroom sex is a is a hard pass yeah. for both of you. Yes. No, yes. I don't no. want
0: anything that reminds me of slavery. So you Well know, bondage period
4: is
1: <laughs> a comfort
4: thing. I it have really to is. know that you aren't gonna go overboard. Mm-hmm.
1: Over. And I think everybody's got their hard passes. Like everybody has their mm-hmm. this, like there are certain things that you're just like this is a no. Same with
4: anal.
1: You know, <laughs> right, That's that's a hard no. It's a comfort <laughs> level
4: and then it's like
1: it's, yeah. a it's, a it's, a, it's a hard one. It's a hard All right, next question: How do I get my partner to be more spontaneous? This is anonymous. So I think this is similar to the um, how do you get them to be over. Some people just aren't spontaneous. People just like things to be planned, but also like maybe there's something going on that's causing and sex that is not fun. Yeah, it ruins the plan. I mean, I sex. I mean, sometimes. I mean, you can. I mean, look, if you have you can, kids you can, you can, right? I'm that's right. Saying, You can get. You can look forward to sex. I mean, if I if I know I'm gonna have sex at seven o'clock on a Monday night. After dinner, I might get really excited about that. Don't judge, don't judge me. I had small kids. <laughs> no, but I, I, what I think it is, is, I think I think you got to ask, like, why? Why are they not spontaneous? Like, is there anything that you can do to make you know maybe take some stress off their plate? Is it because you have small kids? And and I will say this, I have to say this because my my friends will tell me. We have this conversation all the time. If you're doing something to try to get something, it makes people feel like a hoe. So don't do that. Yes. Like like it should be like let me let me take your stress off your plate for a while. And then you know maybe that'll be sort of a, a little bonus added. But if you're doing something just to get something back, nobody wants that. Exactly. Yes. All right.
0: Next question. My partner doesn't give oral sex.
1: How do I get them to start giving oral? So this one, I, like, I have a lot of questions about this one. So like, did the partner ever give oral sex? Has it always been like a, I don't do oral sex thing? I mean, I think some people just get turned off by oral sex. It's not their thing. And if that's your partner, and that's it's like a that's just might not happen right. well i think <laughs> i i think this originally, like, i think this is originally that, i think they were like married so i don't know yeah but
4: um i think and see that's the thing if you're marrying somebody like you should have asked those questions before you got married right. um if it's somebody who don't like the same things you like the feelings not mutual then at that point, like I said, you're settling and yeah. that's only gonna cause you to become unhappy. So, so I
1: don't want to cause any oral sex divorces on here. So um <laughs> I will say this. I think, I think honestly it's really common. I hear people all the time, like, I'm married now. I don't have to give them head Yes, you, you probably should. Like if that's something that you used to do before you got married and now you're not doing it anymore, like you should wanna give your partner pleasure. Like that should be part of it. Um, so if they're not getting it I would say like why is there a reason why they're not giving it how's your hygiene how's your hair situation um, can you remove barriers that could make it more possible and after you're not giving don't expect to get it like don't don't be that person that's like, why aren't you giving it to me if I don't want to give it to you like it should be a
0: so what what do you do if there's a person like you want to get it but they don't want to receive it
1: I've deal with that I mean I think it's the other, I think it's the same thing the other way around yeah. you know some people want it and they're not getting it some people want to give it and they don't want it I mean, my last solution was they have plenty of toys that simulate oral sex, so go get it and handle your, your own rose. business. Or you know what? <laughs> get well, you that I don't,
4: get even it on the sex. men part, like even on the men part, like I had, I dealt with a guy who did not like oral sex mm-hmm. at all. I was okay with that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> that work for me. But well, anyway,
0: I mean, I had a friend who said. Like, if you give her oral, like, once she gets hers, it's over with. Like, don't expect no penetration or nothing. I was like, wow. That's, I felt like that was kind of similar. Well, and I,
1: you know what? It's, 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 the other thing I thought about, too, is I think sometimes the older you get and the longer things happen, Um, I mean, like, let's face it, we're all getting older, so sometimes you get your nut and you can't go longer. Go maybe sleep. they, Yeah, <laughs> and so maybe it is that they want to have, like, actual like, normal sex and they don't want to mm. go, you know, all the way through. So maybe compromise, too. Like, we'll just do a little bit until we get excited and then have sex. But see, I feel like not
0: having oral sex before and of course, it's foreplay. like getting, it's like getting in your car without letting it run in the wintertime. Like you just get in and go. And now you're wondering why the shit sound raggedy while
1: you're driving. Right. Well, because you didn't let it warm up. I think there's a lot of people out there that just don't get in and, and go. <laughs> they, they get in and go.
4: No foreplay is like driving the car with no oil. Right. It's, it's, just it's,
1: just or, it's, or it's just not going to work. Or just be, let me get the foreplay and then I'm just going to leave my car. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: All right. That's sounds like a Tesla.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: There you <laughs> all right, I have quite a few sexual partners that I can call whenever and can get sex whenever I want. I'm Like, okay, then shout out to this person, right? Um, <laughs> so why do I only seem to want the one person who doesn't want me? And this is from Dorian. So listen. first of all, shout out to Dorian who got all these sex partners. In
1: right, he's he's just, he can bang it out all night every so day, dang but dangerous. but you know what? I think I think it's human nature to like want something you can't have, and I think it once maybe I don't know if maybe Dorian gets this person if. They won't be interested anymore. I think that's part of human nature. Like, we, we want things we can't have. It's a challenge, the thrill, the chase. Um, but I guess maybe ask yourself, why does that person not want you? Like, are you are you a hoe? Are you a player? Do they not want to be with that person? Is there a situation? Maybe they're married. Maybe they have a relationship.
0: Well, only hoes want hoes. So there's that. So maybe this person. So maybe this person's,
1: not a- person's not a hoe. And, and no, Dorian, I'm not calling you a hoe.
0: I swear <laughs> yeah. you're not a hoe. You're not a hoe. You're, just- you're not a hoe.
4: You're maybe just- you should just know your words. Yes. Right. Maybe that person is not going to value right. you like
1: you need to be valued. And mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. person that is, you're overlooking. And you know what? Maybe you're just friend zone. Like, it's okay to have friends that you don't sure. have sex with. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, next question. Is it possible to build intimacy with with someone who I have only had casual sex with? If so, how? And this is from Mara.
1: I think that it is. And I think that it has to be, obviously, mutual. If you want it and they don't. But yeah, I think you can. I think there's a lot of I, mean, I know a lot of couples that started out with a casual situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're interested, you got to start doing things outside of having sex. So make the time to go on a date, get to know that person. When you're with them, it's not just about sex. Maybe you don't even have sex. Just, yeah. you know. Get so you would know you say if... that needs to happen before sex? Or... Well, they've already been banging it out. They're casual. No, They're all... So like,
4: would you say getting to know someone needs to happen before you have sex? Or can it happen after you've
1: already had that sex? I think it depends on the goal of the sex. Okay. Just get, are you just trying to like get off or are you trying to get a relationship out of it i mean if you're trying if you feel like it's a relationship potential, you definitely should get to know like them first
0: but see and i feel like in this so they're talking about casual sex this is that is the pro and con of having friends for benefits because somebody is going to catch feelings yeah. so the sex is just really good and if you're going to catch emotions i may not be catching feelings and not feeling how you're feeling and now we're in a situation you know and I'm that's saying? why I said it has to be
1: mutual. Like yes. you can't build into, You can't be, you know, it can't be one sided intimacy yes. where you're trying to do all this intimacy stuff. Another person was like, no, I'm just trying to get off.
0: Yeah. And that conversation has to be had before you have yeah. the casual sex. Like, look, what, what are the goals and what are the boundaries? So are we just banging it out just to see what's going to happen? Or right. Are we just doing it just so we can get off? Because I feel like people don't have that conversation we and should. now we're into a whole situation to where you're trying to explain yourself, I'm trying to explain myself. And it's just a whole big messy situation. I
1: think, I think it depends on how long you're doing it too. Like I know people that have been doing some casual such situations for some time. And I think it's hard to not catch feelings on both ends in that case. Facts.
0: Facts. And I feel like as you get older, things definitely change. Like when I was younger, when I was in my twenties, okay. So hear about
1: time,
0: Everybody has has had a whole face. No. Oh,
1: sorry.
0: I've had sex I three know. times. I have three children. Oh well. <laughs> but anyway, I was in college, so it was a hoe. Yeah, yeah. But, anyway. ho. <laughs> but no, when I was in my twenties, I, I feel like that for me it wasn't about catching feelings. It was just like getting it I, out Yeah, and I like kicking it with you, but I want to be with you. But now that I'm older, it's very hard for me to have casual sex because the emotions have kicked in. I'm yeah. mature and I know what I want. So I just can't just have casual sex, just because we just like to make
1: it out. So your whole phase is over. It's been Congratulations. over. You know, I feel like I should have a gold sticker. I'm not a vote anymore. <laughs> Sorry. My, clearly, Last I time. don't deserve any stickers. I was always scared to have a whole phase,
4: so I was always chasing that space so totally relationship. No, I'm not, <laughs> not saying that, but definitely now, yeah, sex has to be a mental thing for you. It's, like,
0: yeah.
1: You have to stimulate my mind. Well, I think that's a female thing. You, you can stimulate too, my so, mind. Yeah.
0: No, I don't think so, because I'm going to do it. And if, well, if I mean. we're, yeah, if we're not. <laughs> what did you say? I love relationship talk. i think it might.
4: mic. Let's <laughs> to the table. We can share.
2: Come on. <laughs> we can share. This is my type of talk. We'll get to the table. I, I <laughs> other That's That's a you question. Okay, you
3: got one more question. We got Go one. one more question.
0: I want to talk to her. All right. So, <laughs> last question. How do I know if I really like someone or if I just like the attention that I give
1: them? Well, see, I think you got to ask yourself um, a few questions. So what would happen if they stopped giving you that attention or what would happen if they said, this isn't mutual. And I want you to start giving me some attention back. Would you be willing to equally do that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really easy just to love that, you know, those good morning texts and the hello, you know, beautiful or sexy or handsome or whatever they sound like. Um, but you know, what would happen if that all went away? Would you still like, would you feel empty without that person? Would right. you feel a void? Um, yeah. I, mean, that's my I
4: feel like that's where a lot of guys fall short as like they don't do the same things yeah. that they did in the beginning in oh, the yeah. end or well, not the end of the relationship or continuously in a relationship i feel like once they get the girl it's like mm-hmm. oh i'm done you
1: yeah. know what i'm gonna say the same thing for girls too like i'm gonna, I'm not gonna sure. i'm not gonna let the guys down because i think that we hold guys to a lot of high expectations i don't think girls do their best. either uh oh! Uh oh! Yeah. to come,
0: back yeah. to the come,
1: movie. come to that the party. Hey, I was defending. I was defending, guys. All right. Well, I do think there is a double standard, though. I think that that we expect our guys to come through for years with all the the romance and all the hello beautifuls, and we don't want to do the same thing. I think go back to the oral sex talk. Absolutely true.
0: So shame over that. So look,
2: I I so I'm going to do a podcast. I was I did have a pod, but it was about music and stuff. I really don't care about music like that. Um, to be interviewing like that because I want to talk about relationships.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I was like,
4: are you about
2: to have a sex podcast? I want to talk about relationships. Like this stuff. Some of the stuff that you shared, said, Shay. Man. The problem is simple to me. We got all this updated stuff. Nobody updated how to how to date yeah. properly. Absolutely. In right.
4: this yes. era, yes. social media. I, y'all, I agree. Hold on. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm glad that you did, because all y'all want to do, for the most Wait, part, what you and I'm talking about women. <laughs> Hear me out. I'm gonna see if I agree with this or not.
4: Me Ready? too, because yeah. yeah. i might
2: not. So look, I'm
4: in a league of my own. So. For
2: the for the most part. A lot of women want a. Tradi- I'm not. T- I'm generalizing. Want the traditional love story. Mm-hmm. So that traditional love story also comes with the woman being more dependent than independent. Yeah. That independence brings out a different reaction from a man because that reminds us of being masculine. Because men are normally and naturally independent.
3: Right.
2: So. We have to we have to restructure how we date, an independent woman because dating dating is based on a woman being yeah. dependent on a man. That's why they say silvery is dead because independence killed it. Are you sure?
1: Are you sure, guys? Yeah. Didn't just kill it? No, because no, I mean, I mean, I'm okay. Sure. I mean, because
4: you said earlier, like
1: you no, know, no, no, no.
4: you okay? I am okay this. with being submissive, but I have to trust you to yeah. leave I can't be following right. you if you going to leave me down a ditch. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're, so like you got to gotta me, do things to build that trust. Exactly. Right. Build that trust and once you build that trust, I have no problem being 100% submissive. Right. I will be there to have your back and you know if you need a different solution to this problem as your woman, that's mm-hmm. what I'm here for. But nowadays, a lot mm-hmm. of men want you to be submissive But Mm -hmm. then they're leaving you. But they're not doing what
1: they need to do to make
4: you feel safe. And that's what I was getting at
1: before when I said it feels comforting and good to have a guy take control, but not if you don't feel safe. Not if you're not feeling desire. Not if you're not feeling the love that you need. So I guess the question goes
2: to then: What everybody say? um, Did this person feel safe? Did that person feel safe? Chivalry still existed then. You know what I'm saying? Like. You can't tell me all these women didn't all these women didn't feel safe with the or felt safe with these men who still who still let them guide and grow. Hold on. I think the problem right now is that people don't want to grow in love. They're too interested in falling in love. Everything yeah. is in a microwave.
1: Well and I think yeah, too, but I don't know when you're talking about too, but you have to remember two women didn't have a whole lot of rights up until not long Correct. Ago. So it might not have been a choice.
2: I, I you know I don't disagree. I actually think that's more so w- of what it is. But right. nobody has
1: restructured it. Well, and you know, here I'm with this, and I I still believe nowadays because you said you go to church and I you know the Bible mm-hmm. thing, the whole wife submit to your husband. But mm-hmm. the other part of that is what I know you know the other part of that. I but but men love your wife. Yeah, like, God Christ, love love and so I think that still exists. It's still can happen. But that's exactly what you're saying. So like you got to feel that love. And so, I don't
4: get. So I got to know you have my best interest at heart in order for me to trust you to lead right. me. And,
1: and And I and think you want right, and if all people are mutually
4: following that, then it's like that. nowadays, a lot of men are selfish, and again, thinking what they did so then <laughs> how am I supposed to trust you and then here we is That's yeah. what they think. so I'm gonna tell you. No, so I'm you, or the no. bills not no, paid. But there's a
0: reason to why pills. the Lucas County Health didn't put those new billboards. I got no, a simple, I, just never, I thought it was a syphilis
1: billboard. Yes, it it is, is, but, but it's
0: but it's just paying for sex. Go get checked for syphilis. Yes, yes. Like, right. that's <laughs> only if you're
1: paying for. sex No, you should all go get checked for syphilis. Not if there's a problem. you're married and faithful, they have
4: Or vice versa, and that don't mean you're not going to end up with something. So go get so checked. Period.
1: That's a PSA. <laughs> had, a bro, we're over here saying, "Wrap it up, go get checked, no syphilis." Um. So
2: what you say? What's, what's,
4: what's the last thing you said, Shay? Wrap it up. Be submissive. <laughs> oh, I'll be submissive. Okay. Check for syphilis. So
2: here's here's the thing. I will say that men have to do better, but I will also say women, women have, have to do better. Well, saying, no, no, I, I, I was going to say, no, no, I'm going to say. Yep. No, I'm gonna say Women has to be better judges of character and stop thinking with their vaginas and their eyes. Wait a minute, because no, no. Let me
1: tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Wait, does that mean guys can stop thinking with their dicks and with their eyes too? Yes. Okay, so everybody stop thinking with your private parts. Yes,
3: your brain.
2: and start <laughs> growing together. That's yes. that's 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 what it is. Yes. We
0: weakness. We want to be with each other but everything is ran like a microwave. People. Yeah, people need to understand that when you're in a relationship, a relationship is just two people sharing a life together in a relationship. You a relationship is meant for you to grow, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yes, yes. Have mutual yes. goals, have yes. Mutual yes.
0: It needs to be yes. a space to grow. So just because we're together, because just because we're together, I still got my shit that's going on, you still got your shit going on, but we need to be, this relationship needs to be in a space where we both can grow. Because right. two people falling in love, if you're feeling it, that means you
1: can fall back I mean, out. I think, yeah, I think there's a difference between being in love and just And a
4: lot and the of love. the communication, it's a all lot of about people communication. think communication. Oh, communicating is just how you talk to someone. No, it's also how you, how you listen. listen. Yeah, it's how you it's, interpret what you I say. Put yourself in they? my shoes. Understand my and understand and respect my feelings. So it's not just listening; it's empathy.
2: So that, that, I was yes, gonna so say you must why. have never been. You mustn't been to with too many empathetic men because you put emphasis on that.
1: De- definitely, and it, I, th- I think I think empathy is hard because empathy is a feeling, and I mean we're not going to go into this whole thing, but like feelings are hard for a lot, of, for a lot of men to have. Yes. Like, I'm going to be am going to be a pussy if I show my emotions.
2: Let's go let's get into it a little bit, just a little bit, because men don't feel safe.
4: That part I can agree. There. We don't we
2: don't feel safe because yeah. the time where we tried to be that we felt safe with you, we might even be on BS, yeah. but we still chose to be safe with you. And then you didn't catch us in the BS at that time, but two months later, the BS Oh, comes out, here yeah. come everything that you and told me that
1: you know is the most things. sensitive thing. And and when you rewind yeah. that, it goes back to the lack of communication. You're not communicating, you're not dropping it, you're not solving problems, you're not empathizing. I mean, that it just, it's a cycle. Yes. You have to break that cycle.
2: But the only thing about men and women, even though y'all it's it's y'all better at creating safe spaces when we break it, y'all also open up safe spaces easier than men. Mm-hmm. You break a sp- safe space with a man to a man. Yeah. That relationship is almost dead. Mm-hmm. 30 years, but when a man is done, they're done. So it's
4: safe to say that men are more sensitive than women.
2: Yes. So they just that. need to have a
1: safe place to be able to show I them always
2: them. said that. but That's because we were never allowed Yeah. Mm-hmm. to. I was in an abusive relationship for a long time, and because I'm older, since I'm older, it was never it was never popular to be like, "Oh, you getting your ass whooped," because, but not because I couldn't beat her up because I was beating up dudes. I couldn't beat her up because I was beating up dudes. <laughs> like, so what are you gonna do?
1: Right? I gotta just take it. And there's a lot of double standards when it comes. Right. That. Yes, I mean so a lot so, of
0: times with dudes, when we're upset and we want to cry and we can't show that emotion, it yeah. just comes out of anger. So that's, oh, so yeah, yeah, so for that's sure. why we become for physical sure. and violent and all that. Uh, uh, you, know, you
1: know my second my second love in life is to teach young people yes. how to cry and show their emotions and that's okay. You Thank you. <laughs> that is amazing. But, yeah, it, but it really is, like it really is. It, it's important for people to cry because what did, I, what did I just tell a group of kids? If you don't get it out, you're going to act it
4: out. It's going to come out that's,
1: very negatively. I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm glad that's you did. That's the word that. right there. I'm you know, get you don't
0: get it out. I knew next season of health.
3: Not right that sex. Mental health, not sex. I, think to I can't.
0: So I can't. Oh, yeah. All right. Get in my well, shout out to Miss Amy. We appreciate you, but we're no, not. Dumb. She got. Are, some, not you got some, she we got are. some. some that questions. She, she got some. This and
1: that. Remember, I always love pets. Right? Like this is. This is. I know how your questions are. Oh,
3: yeah.
4: ah, she thinks <laughs> she know
1: <laughs> <love> me. <laughs> I, I mean, but she right. Right. Okay. So, all right. We're gonna start off like Popeyes or churches. Okay. So. Popeyes chicken's better, but I cannot wait in the line ever, drive through or inside. I can't do it. I like their chicken, but it's not worth it's the like wait too long. I can't. I like. I want to hurt somebody every in the drive. I don't hurt people, but still, if I can. <laughs> <laughs> so the the chicken's better, but I can't wait. The <laughs> so you Popeyes, Popeyes chicken. chicken. Okay. Do we even have a church here? There he yes, they just oh, run uh, one that's on hill, the,
4: the menus yeah. changed
1: a lot, but mm-hmm. it's. Structured. I hope so because last time we went there, they had no sides.
0: I feel like
1: oh we're out oh we're out oh we're
0: out so are you go up there like we don't got no chicken we just got sides only what I mean.
1: why are here why are you
0: open <laughs> so now you just the church
1: <laughs> I, the can I actually shout out though that new chicken place over in Westgate that place is really good is it I always wondered I've seen I it exactly. of that. Like, super super mm-hmm. yeah yeah like, Try try it. it's good
4: yeah. all right so day night in or out.
1: Oh, I'm an outper. I like to be out. There. She does. Mm-hmm. She's a fun up Quick. Mm-hmm. So, picnic or five star restaurant? I mean, I like I like to try food. Probably a five star restaurant. I mean, I think I like the idea of picnics, but five star restaurant for sure. Okay. See, I'm gonna pick like
4: give me some strawberries on that little carpet out by the water.
1: Oh, no. Hmm. <laughs> buy me um, something that <laughs> tastes really good from a restaurant. I'm cool. <laughs> Buy. How about a five star restaurant by the water? with that.
4: Okay. Down with that. (laughs) Okay. All right. So during intimacy, talking or no talking? Okay. So
1: who, me or the person? Like. Your partner. I, like, I need you, you to moan. You gotta moan, so I know that I'm doing something right. Yeah. Like, I can't, the quiet thing I mean, is weird. Like, if you're bad. quiet, something's, I'm like, am I doing something wrong? I good. need you to talk. Like, there needs to be sound.
4: Yeah. So I
1: can get feedback. like food. Like, when you're eating, you don't just sit there quietly eating. Smack on it. You yes,
4: smack on it. <laughs> I need to smack. I need you to smack on smack it. Smack on it, moan on
1: it. That's and you know way. what? And, and, yeah. ears, and I know, maybe my maybe <laughs> this is a guy thing, but like, also, when you're getting off, like, I need you to also make noise then. Don't try to, like, do you have to concentrate? Maybe that's the thing. No, it's, like it's, 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 not, it's, it's too vulnerable. But. Okay, well, I'm going to need that loud moaning smacking when you're. Yeah, when let you're me, me know. Look,
2: me I can't it. talk about, I, I can't say that about no other race, but coming up on my age, everything, if, if it's heterosexual sex, everything was gay. Like, like, bro, you be mo, you moaning when you, when you bushing.
1: I'm oh, with a girl you know what though here's what I'm i need i need to. i need that one like rico suave kid that was like yeah because i got all the ladies and that's why because he knows that that's not yes, so i, I had know. this friend who told me
4: about um yeah. so basically growing up he had a parent who was like basically giving head and so it was like all the girls knew he was the only one that did it so he got all the girls and it was just like that's kind of how it worked. You're vocal about what oh, you're oh, willing oh. to do. You he was he was the giver. I said I had a friend. You
2: had a friend, you still have this friend? No. Because I know who it is.
1: What? No, <laughs> all <laughs> right, so we're not <laughs> gonna you put know,
0: name drops. we're
1: not gonna be putting Toledo's head business out on this podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: tell you all. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Thanks. Yeah, okay. I don't feel like
1: anyone's time not say
4: that. <laughs> Y'all trying to get too much. That was all my like, this and that. that. Look at that. Listen to that. that was I those
1: are mild. Music or no music during sex. I mean in theory I feel I mean I have a whole sex mix on my phone but I never to listen to it I <laughs> like I don't that listen is wants to know, what's your sex mix it was that for? one sex mix one or
4: two I only made this playlist oh, wow. for that one is person like but well it's, it's actually called like it's
1: a, called slow jams one and two, it but it's really just So mine is I
4: don't know, called,
1: let me,
3: look. Let me <laughs> look mine
4: is called My Lover Vibe Mix and they got DJ play a love song, mm-hmm. bedroom, I room, with slow here. the bed, restroom, mm-hmm. I, I can might make them up and be out. I mean, so know. my playlist goes slow to, go 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 to the go fast and then slow again. It was yeah,
0: the vibe. Like nah, all
4: no. right, no. it no. get <laughs> a little ratchet. I ain't gonna lie. No you no. Know? No I mean, no. I, like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like, <laughs> I
2: like, so high song. High like high it's a little ratchet. Add me so I I to your to your It's a song.
1: I got on my album called Tap Out. Listen, I can't, I yep. can't add you. I like talked to you. I can't put you on my sex mix,
3: that's weird. <laughs> no, I know,
1: but like, I, it's his music. So I'm like, oh, I get him all this. Like this guy that I sat next to in a podcast told me to bang it out to his music. Yes. Is it a one or slow? Well, no, so, okay, you want to know what's on there? So this is the first one. So I got like Nice and Slow by Usher, Nobody, Nobody Knows, Twisted, Pony um slow motion juvenile slow jams that's one of them oh, no, that's not two. the whole that's not the whole thing <laughs> uh then there'll be a little chris brown back to sleep um some heat well, yeah, through
3: yeah.
1: you and I have some yeah, Kevin gates on me lot too lot i need to do better cuz i'm like um I'm too like close
0: <laughs> about the
1: beat it up <laughs> put
3: a little
4: um <laughs> can you know what i should put that in the
0: pinned up part of can you see it i think put not i feel
1: like i mean that something's getting beat up if you're doing knock the book
0: my choice, but to don't beat
1: <laughs> me up. <laughs> oh my lord! All right. Well, there's that. Was I that just... was it all the this or that question? No, no, no she I want more. Really. She, we got yeah. more. We yeah. should at. Okay, the so list. foreplay or die right in? No, I mean like it's foreplay for sure. Okay. So length or dirt <laughs> Okay. There. You know what? I'm yes. gonna. I'm actually. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give a little, little hint here. So, um, it's not all about like the length. Because the fact that, I mean, I think we talked about this last minute, nobody wants you banging on your cervix to the point where you can't move unless it's like really the like knock a few bucks kind of sex. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, i trying to prove a point. So honestly, a female's G-spot's actually right on the inside of her vagina. So you could have some nice girth and not a lot of length and you're getting the right spot every time. Yep. I actually read a whole book on the G-spot when I was in college. It was for a class. It wasn't like oh, <laughs> for somebody that knows how to hit G spot. That
4: right, that's what I'm saying, and that's what I'm saying. Lock sometimes,
1: sometimes it's like that's a whole like just the tip thing. So if you're like, you know, twelve inches or something, and you know you're just putting in just a tip, it feels almost as good as you. It'd be the ones with the length that still know what they're doing. The, okay, that's that yeah. like that right there is like a unicorn.
4: Oh, yeah. lock them, lock <laughs> them in the basement. You, you got to. <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> in
1: between
4: the toilet and the sink. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No domestic violence, we do not. No, we, yeah, don't we don't do that.
1: We don't smoke. No. <laughs> or you know, lock people in basements. Or that right? yeah, Okay. <laughs> if you have a okay. large um, penis and you know how the to work it, the views and are
3: opinions
1: are in this podcast are those, those
3: of the, the authors, of the authors. not necessarily <laughs> the penis the organization. Please read the
1: disclaimer
0: right now from the <laughs> <from> screen. Please <laughs>
1: read Of those them. speaking. Right, 100%. I don't know where that came from. I'm just kidding, y'all.
0: That's what's up.
1: <laughs>
0: well, there. All right, thank you, Miss Amy, for coming. You're through. as always, we appreciate you. I hope y'all took notes on those amazing tips that she that she gave y'all. <laughs> it was a lot going on, Miss Shay, Do you have any um tips or notes for us for your shay with the
4: shit segment today? So- Yes, I have some advice and the topic I want to talk about. It's a big one, y'all. Let's talk about tolerance versus acceptance. And I want y'all feedback on this as well. So I'm going to give y'all the definitions of what each one means. And then we can kind of ping pong and talk about the whole topic. So tolerance is to deal with something that still ultimately bothers you. Whereas acceptance is to take a situation at face value and not let it alter how you feel. So tolerance is to agree, to disagree, whereas acceptance is it is what it is, you know, approach. In most cases, it depends on who it's from that determines what or how much we put up with. Most of, most of the time we tend to blur the lines and bend the rules for those we care about, which is fine, but just ask yourself: is it being reciprocated? So are you tolerating it? just to be tolerating it or are you getting what you need out of that situation but you have to be mindful of the difference in the two when dealing with situations so let me stop. pause right there cuz I have a little more to say but I, let me get you know your intake on that
0: between tolerance and acceptance yes usually um when it, for me when it comes to tolerance is usually just because I'm over something but I just don't want to accept that I'm over it. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so usually if I'm tolerating something, it's because I'm over and I just don't want to deal with you, I'm just just dealing with it. Acceptance to me means that I'm accepting that it happened or whatever happened. And you know, it's time for me to move whichever way that I want to go. So that's that's just my perspective. Now are we talking about acceptance and tolerance within love or just in general? In general.
4: Oh,
0: well, yeah. Um tolerance. But means- mostly
4: in love, because like I said. You tend to bend and break the rules for somebody you really, really deeply care about. But that, to me, is affecting your mental health. Absolutely. And in case in point, it becomes a breaking point. Even the strongest people break. So if you're taking on too much.
0: If my partner is doing something that I don't like and I'm tolerating it, then I feel like that's my problem. Because I'm not stepping up and saying like... This Definitely. is this is what's bothering. me. So at that point, I'm putting the finger right. to me. Acceptance means, you know, I'm a s i am I feel like they're both kind of well, I
1: think I think yeah. there's certain things about people that you you accept because that's, that's just, just who something. they are. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But then there's
1: certain things that maybe you should or shouldn't tolerate depending yeah. on and and if you truly love somebody, you have to speak the truth and love sometimes yeah. and say like this is not okay. Like
0: I accept who you are, but mm-hmm. I don't have to tolerate the right. shit that you do.
1: Correct. Exactly.
4: And mm-hmm. in case in point, if you can't change the people around you. Change but, the people around. Yeah.
0: You. If nothing changes, if nothing changes, if
4: you've already speak spoken up and said your piece about mm-hmm. how you feel about something, and that person chooses to disregard your feelings, right. then maybe it's time for you to be around people who respect your feelings. And that, and you know what, I,
1: I will. This is a lot. All way easier said than done. Oh, because yeah. especially when there's those emotions and feelings involved, and you're like, you know, what's like, I really shouldn't be tolerating this. I really shouldn't be accepting this, but mm-hmm. you are. So you have to be able to.
4: Sometimes you have to give people enough rope to hang themselves. Because once you become once you become numb to the situation, you tend to move on. And if that's how far if that's what it took for me to leave you, then it it takes takes that
1: separation too. It takes that, you know, separating yourself from the situation to maybe remove those feelings. So how about you? I mean, I read your mind.
2: Because, I mean, you just got to gauge mm-hmm. Toler- you do tolerance, tolerance or acceptance with, with, with each person. Like, it's just some stuff I'm not going to tolerate from mm-hmm. a certain person. Or it's some things I'm not going to ex- accept from some people. It's something I'm going yeah. to accept from you that I won't accept from her. Something I'm going to accept from you that I won't accept from her. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's... it's. Yeah. I mean, problem. I
4: guess I have to no those though. Like, you... Tolerate. I mean, you don't accept your kids talking back to you at all, right. like whatsoever. Versus an adult, you have to kind of accept it. But I'm not going to tolerate it. Be. I'm not going to be around. I'm you not going accept accept to yeah. <laughs> Especially from an adult, I can understand well, okay, kids so I I that You tolerate yeah. it, but you don't have to <laughs> accept it. Yeah. But whereas when it's your kids, I'm not accepting right. or tolerating that. Right. Like you need to fix it or <laughs> yeah. find somewhere else to stay. I mean, and that even
0: goes as far as with friendships too. You may have a friendship with a person that's just that's just how they are. Like for instance, I had a friend that I felt like talking to me very aggressively all the time. And we've had that conversation, like, why are you talking so aggressively? I've accepted that you are an aggressive talker, but I'm not tolerating that shit though. Right. So when aggressive talking is done to me, no pump your brakes because we're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So and which, I think, which
1: leads to setting boundaries with that. Person. I was just about yeah, to say I mean. that.
0: And the acceptance and tolerance goes along with setting boundaries too, because just because um accepting doesn't mean I'm about tolerating tolerate that shit either. Right. And like I said on the last podcast, sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta let people know when they got you fucked up.
4: Yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah. But thank you,
4: so in closing, don't take on more than you can handle. It's okay to bend, but don't break because even the strongest, and I mean the strongest of people get tired. Facts. And that's probably a sight you don't want to see.
0: Because mm-hmm. even strong people be got their last straw. And let me tell oh, you. Oh yeah. And
4: once they reach it, it's, it's so the strong, like, yeah. oh, it's you got another person living inside you. Mm-hmm. No.
0: And I've been tucking them away, trying not to show <laughs> <Let's>
4: you. <laughs> If this what you really want, I'm okay. be
0: telling people there's a difference between Ty and Tyrone. You decide which one you want to fuck with.
4: Oh, of okay. that's all I'm
3: gonna
0: say. Okay. All right. Well, and speaking of that, um, this Friday um, is our last and final show for season one. So sh- shout out to Mud Talk for Yay. completing our whole Yay. season, eleven episodes. Give me round of applause. That's awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. We are going to return back in September for season two because we're going to take a nice little hiatus and break and we're going to come back and revamp some things and you know what I'm saying see what we're going to do but not only is this the last show for season one it is Fuck Your Feelings Friday. Mm. Fuck Your Feelings Friday is the last Friday where we always we get out what we've been holding on, holding in all month long and we let it out here on the show and we let you guys have every moment too. Um, so I do have a FYF a Fuck Your Feelings. Um, so I was on social media today And I have learned that the most toxic place to ever go on social media is the WTOL comments. (laughs) And I normally don't indulge in the comments. I normally don't respond. But I had to respond to this. Uh So, Ms. Leanne Matus, um, she said, I'm so sick of hearing about Juneteenth. Celebrate the 4th of July like everybody else. And I'm sick of hearing about Pride. That should be banned. You know what, Leanne Matus, fuck your feelings on how you feel about Juneteenth. Um, Because last time I checked, um, because I went to her social media page, and I was just like, it makes sense. She had a big-ass Trump flag in her damn background picture. And you know what, Leanne, fuck your feelings. Um, And I'm not even sure how you even work with children at the YMCA. Yeah, I I did some investigation. Mm -hmm. But, Ms. Leanne, fuck your feelings on how you feel about Juneteenth. And I'm all gonna say is, we're gonna see Black Lives Matter all around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're gonna do what we do. We're not gonna let Leanne stop our uh, my shine. Why
1: Why does anybody else's life matter
0: to this person? I don't know. I hope. Like, be you and, like, that. just worry about yourself.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. And looking at her profile picture, you know, I bet she don't say uh, she tired of hearing about Thanksgiving. Because it looks like she celebrates Thanksgiving very well. <laughs> like, it's a favorite holiday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Miss Leanne, fuck your feelings on how you feel about Juneteenth. Hmm. There we go. I feel better now. Wow. Miss Shay Renee, you got any F Y F you need to get off your chest? I don't. Damn. love is love, and I love everybody. That's all I'm
4: gonna say.
0: you you going not let me say all that, and you will not come in with love is love.
4: Love is love. Yes. Love uh, who you everybody. Love. If you disagree, fuck your feelings. Yes, that part.
0: Fuck all the people who disagree on who people want to love. <laughs> I don't I I care if it's man, woman, 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 man, man, trans, woman, whatever that you like. Okay.
1: Let people live. don't worry about it. You know what? I have to say, it. my son—he's eight. He said the best thing. So one of his friends had three moms at the Mother's Day thing, and I said, "Hey, your friends got three moms." He was like, "I wish I had three of you," and then moved on with his life. See, eight-year-olds—you know, no matter. I don't
0: know. My thing is, is that I know everybody. I, I'm kind of like this is okay. So no. as far as the kids, no, I'm not gonna go off the
1: No, I was but, like, do we got another? We no. have another fucking feelings for? No, me?
0: but I know a lot of people are, you know like oh this shouldn't be in kids shows and all this stuff do i agree to a certain extent i feel like personally sexuality sex period shouldn't be in kids shows so let's i don't care if right. it's man or woman kissing each other it shouldn't be there but at the same time how do we teach our kids tolerance if we don't start young because if they don't learn it as they become as they're young they grow and become assholes right. so I am I a fan of it being in shows? No, because I want kids shows to be kids shows. Right. But at the same time, how do we educate our children on to accept diversity and accept everybody if we're not doing it at a young age? Because do you know how fucking hard it is to teach a dog on how to accept everybody? That's that's fucking hard. And it comes from the point of that a dog was not taught at a young mm-hmm. age that I don't care if it's man, woman, 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 man, man. You need to respect people. Yeah. Like we said, acceptance and tolerance. Do I have to tolerate it? No, but I have to accept it because it's not going to change.
1: And it has nothing, and it doesn't no do impact. You. Yeah, it's no impact in your life at no. all. And honestly, it, it goes back to that whole empathy word. teaching kids how to just be empathy. Thank it's, you. It's not your life. So,
0: yes, we don't it's need, it's need. So, it's it's yes, we don't need. Okay.
1: To directly, home. Home. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yes, we don't need SpongeBob having a no husband or no boyfriend. But at the end of the day, we need to teach our kids, like, hey, it is okay to respect people who are different from
1: you. And quite honestly, I would like to see a lot more shows that didn't have the whole storyline of the grow up, date, get married at early 20s, have babies. Because I think that just, I mean, we could go on a whole nother. Absolutely. But I just, I think that we can show a lot of different lives and a lot of different lifestyles.
0: It's like, we get mad when the shows have two people the same sex kissing. Do you have the same energy when it's a husband and wife kissing? And I mean, maybe slobbing it down. I didn't watch some kids shows. How about, first of all, I grew up in the world of Degrassi, and they was on there getting down. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And nobody said a thing when you no, know, they work on their kiss and doing whatever, like, oh, it's you know, guy and a girl, but then you get older and you see two people the same sex, and that was a big problem. Why you didn't have a problem when I was over here watching them get down on the team on the teenage show or
4: the double mm-hmm. standards of oh, if it's two women, it's fine. Oh, yeah, but two guys, yeah, it's so- not two men, it's a problem if it's not you. Shut the
1: fuck up. <laughs> it, you know what? In my house, if anybody's kissing, oh, I don't care who it
0: is. It's, it's, all, a big,
3: it's <laughs> all a big deal. We give them know. all a, ew, yeah. why doesn't
1: anybody see me kissing? That's gross. I don't care who's kissing. I don't mm-hmm. care if two guys, two girls, guy and a girl.
0: And at the end so of the day, we are all doing some shit that people don't like. So, and I don't, and then the biggest, thing. we can set them up for real. We all doing some shit mm-hmm. if you don't like that. Everybody. People love throwing rocks behind their yep. hands. Let's just say that. Okay? I
4: don't
0: care if you go over there about to snort a line. That has nothing to do with me. Boy, right, Michael, right, I right, honey, care that much. Like I told my kids at Impact the other day on no. the trip, I said, listen, I don't care. What you do as long as you are being responsible for it. because yep. i can't stop you from doing that if you decide you want to go out here and have sex make sure you're being responsible mm-hmm. for wearing protection if you decide you want to go out here and smoke weed you make sure you get weed from the safe right. place for somebody who ain't who ain't going to Edu- so educate enough.
1: yourself and make it make a good education choice choice. Choice. I mean, yeah. if you
0: decide you want to have sex hey just make sure you protect the front down your back though whatever it is
1: that you do and you know what stop worrying about what everybody else is doing period worry about what you do worry about yourself stop. i don't know how many times i say that worry about yourself exactly the it, world would be a better place, a much better place. unless you're going to worry about other people in a positive way and help right. yeah. Then I'm all right. Definitely.
0: Does anybody else have an why have a fuck your face. I just
1: can't stand all the construction. We were just talking about that. I am yes. going to lose my mind, and I can't. I don't understand why people drive the way they do in construction, and when it rains. That we just we just we forgot it we forgot all the drivers Ed we we go like twenty five to thirty under the speed limit <laughs> um, and we don't seem to know how to um, switch lanes and I just like I can't and I might have to just stay in the house. So fuck all the people who don't know how to drive. Right, I mean I'm not saying I'm the best driver because I really am not a good driver, but <laughs> I at least can drive in a construction zone. Or the
4: people who feel like because it's a power outage and the lights not working, you all can just make your own traffic
1: rules. No. (laughs) Fuck your feelings. Hey, let me just, PSA, if a traffic lights out, it's a four-way stop. You're welcome for that.
4: Yes. It was even an officer directing traffic and the car came. So I'm in like the, it's a turning lane. I'm in the middle lane. The car's on my right-hand side. They came in front of me to make, from the the right-hand side, to make a left-hand turn. And the officer was just standing there, like, "What are you doing? You have to go
1: straight right. because they don't." Mm-hmm. And they,
4: and they were telling them to stop. So it's like, not
1: only can't not follow direction, you don't know right. traffic laws. And also, if you don't know how to drive in a roundabout, I'm gonna need you to Google that <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> not because accurate. I can't.
0: Don't roundabouts be fucking people
1: up? I will oh, say yeah. the fr- I will say though, I have to admit, the first time I drove in one, I almost smacked into somebody because I didn't know I how to drive. No, he's got all right. FYF.
2: If you ever hated on a dreamer,
3: mm-hmm.
2: dreamers have built everything. Everything that's ever been created, it came from a dreamer. Mm-hmm. Don't be jealous. Right. That's why they hate on dreamers because they ain't yeah. dreamers. So fuck I all mean, that.
1: Go get your own right. dreams and build your life. Yeah, that's what's up. I, I like
0: about. it. All right. Well, we appreciate Miss Amy and Shan Dix for stopping by here on the season finale of Mud Talk. This wonderful two hour season finale of Mud Talk. We'll be back in September for season two. We talked about switching some things up. So you know we got to rebound some things. We can't keep nothing So We gotta add a little flavor, a little spice too for next season. But like we always do here, like Michelle said, if you can't change the people around you, change the people around you. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. And last but not least, sometimes you gotta go left to get right because if you don't get right, you just might get left. I'm Big T. And
4: I'm Shay Renee.
0: And you are listening to the only podcast that brings you ladies in music, news, and fashion straight from the 419. And the only podcast that keeps our ears to the streets.
4: While you grind in the 419.
0: We'll see y'all for season two back in September. We appreciate everybody's support. And that's our time, y'all. We'll see y'all for season two.
4: Deuces. Jeez.